0: last time we recorded was august and it's now uh what month
1: is
2: it again october
0: <laughs> october how does time yeah. work i forget okay. <laughs> um yeah so we're we decided a while ago that we were gonna put a load out together or like a few out at the same time so i think we're gonna
1: Can do so that you're probably uh,
0: hearing here hearing those now or you yeah. will be hearing those if you keep listening
1: yeah and this is yeah, a a head, from
2: our mid-season break. Yeah,
0: these these ones were all ones that we uh, were able to get together and record in person because it was a summer and things were looking up. But uh, now it's October and things are looking shit again. Yeah. So, uh, enjoy.
2: So, as everyone goes back into lockdown, I guess I hope these will be listening more or again. Good. You know, it kind of started in lockdown and there was four people in lockdown. I suppose we kind of took a break as we were Partying all summer and uh, it's back to lockdown. So yes, here
0: you so go. <laughs> so listen to some uh, nostalgia for that great summer we had.
2: <laughs> it wasn't too bad, in all fairness. Like, <laughs> that <was pretty> good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Been, right. what, what was going on, it could be a lot worse.
0: Yeah. Anyway, good luck. <laughs>
2: Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> yeah,
0: that'll do.
1: Yeah, that's fine. <laughs>
3: What are we doing here? Let's forget our existential dread and grab another beer And just live day to day like we've been doing it for years And after all it's neither there nor here hey.
2: we can worry hey. about hey. the future Sweet. Hello again everyone. Welcome to The Drunk Cast. Oh, that was the sound of me drinking wine. <laughs> and now you're going to hear the sound of me drinking wine. <laughs> 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 Gotta get, got, 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 got get those in-ear sound <laughs> <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. But everyone, that was not a sound effect put in, that was all natural. What
0: <laughs> <laughs> Drank an entire can of beer each, and Mm. now we're drinking wine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we're going to get a loose.
1: It's
0: an
2: episode of Loose Man. Loosey
1: Loosey Goose.
2: Loose Man, if you want me to be loose, you just need to give me about three WKDs, and then my legs are open for any man. I actually... uh, The finger just fits right in after that. Yeah, pretty much. I actually got to go to to a doctor for back problems because I was lying on it so much. You're back? Yeah. I was like, what? Owen, can I ask you a question? Do you know the difference between ten cocks and a joke? No. I can't take a joke. (laughs) 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 That's good comedy. Yeah. Anyone that has heard that joke before, the reason it's funny is because it's Inflected on myself <laughs> and true yeah and, and true <laughs> and we all know jokes are funnier if you explain the humor yeah yeah mm-hmm. 10 times funnier
1: um well,
2: we've already been as
0: i've mentioned we've been kind of warming up yeah, g- <laughs> yeah g- sort g- of <laughs> 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 getting liquored up getting and washed up.
1: yeah
0: i was listening to uh, an episode of radio lab uh during the week there actually and um it's like one of the guys who has been on it for years is uh, retiring, mm. and um, there's like host is saying that like his the best part or like the most one of the most important parts that he didn't really realize was the like half hour before they actually start rolling, where they just like kind of recalibrate and they like talk shit for like twenty minutes before they start the podcast. And I was like, oh, that's really nice.
2: Kind like a vocal warm up for like a singer sort of thing, but it's like a con conversation warm-up yeah he's
0: he's like um he's saying about how like the other host he's like he noticed he's got a like um he puts a high importance on like um fun and stuff like that so when they have that talk it like reminds them that it's like oh yeah it's like we're talking about good like real stuff and like we've got stories to report on but it it has to be fun and it's like yeah yeah it's I'm, I'm like enjoying a, this. this yeah, isn't it's like, like a, a, re- a chore kind of thing. Yeah, it's like a readjustment every time they
2: they warm up. And like, oh, that's pretty it's nice way to right. put it. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty sweet. I suppose that kind of makes sense. So you get the you you're already in the flow, then like the flow developing like halfway through or half an hour into the podcast, which makes sense. Yeah, if somebody's listening. You're already it's like you jump in and like a conversation. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's why it's always good to. Like, there now I just started recording, because it's like, oh, if we, if it's not usable, it's not usable, but if it is, sure.
2: And yeah, well, was that thing as well, like, if you just record all of it, there's going to be something good in there eventually, yeah. or there's always going to be stuff in there, like, it could be, even if it's 50-50, yeah. that's still pretty good. <laughs> if you so do I two think, hours, it's a good solid hour of listening, <laughs> like, you know? I
0: think that happened on a podcast that we did before, where, like, there was something at the start, and... Like we just kind of mentioned and then we kind of went off and then we intro yeah. and I was just like, oh, I'll just put that wee bit that we or we said something funny or whatever yeah. and then take out all that shit and then just go to the good yeah, before yeah, we yeah. actually start that the podcast. podcast. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> take out that kind of fucking not even feller, that just yeah. dead air. <laughs> it's like, how are you today? Fine. Yeah, I'm fine too. <laughs> Great listening. <laughs> Eat any food? Yeah. I also like to nourish myself. (laughs) Uh, How long
0: has it been since we did this? Like a month? (laughs) Well, according to our (laughs) listeners,
2: no time at all, too long. (laughs) All five of our listeners. I'm
0: going to take off all the... <laughs> all the episodes and then re-upload them so Honestly. it's all so it's all in the spaces of like a week I
2: will admit like, oh did, these guys are prolific <laughs> I will admit it did feel better because there was some weekends that like I think it didn't suit me and some weekends it said you and it was like one weekend where it just didn't suit either of us and I was like yeah. oh, I don't want to let own And you message me and I was like oh thank god <laughs>
0: which is kind of nice because I suppose yeah. like when we started <laughs> there was no chance of us being busy <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's kind of true yeah <laughs>
2: and then like we got busy and it's like everyone had to like yeah. get that wee bit of release from measures eased and it was like yeah, yeah i'm sorry i'm gonna cap no week and it was like i completely understand yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we talked about in the last one that uh we we might try like recording a bit of a backlog and then putting a few together so
2: yeah so we can kind of keep ahead of ourselves so it we might do that sense. i might
0: do that this time mm. i haven't even done any editing and it's just,
2: just been a lazy shit we should try and get like Bluetooth mics, just cell taping to ourselves, And just walk around constantly talking, just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah, it's a bit weirder this time too because we have actually seen each other recently. Oh. It's not
2: our weekly. We've already had our catch up. Yeah, it's I was I, I was up last week, which was uh, of, I'm up two weeks in a row, which has been pretty rare. Yeah, that's like an anomaly. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Even before lockdown, that was rare. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: it's pretty true. That was only up for kind of two weeks ago because bank holiday and then scan, scan. so. Yeah. Scan was all good, everyone. CT st- scan. St- everything's still there. What was left?
1: Yeah.
0: I can imagine.
2: It's like. One, <laughs> the <laughs> and doctor doesn't know. Yeah, doctor doesn't know. Oh, we were supposed to take your right one all those years ago. So I guess we're just gonna have to <coughs> that side.
3: <coughs> I'm trying to decide.
0: Do I want these headphones? Hmm. It's kind of annoying, but yeah. now I feel, now I feel naked.
1: Hmm.
2: Well, what if you got naked? Do you think you'd feel more clothed? Oh my god! Oh. And, of course, just a wee bit of background effects here.
0: Today's episode is brought to you by (laughs) Alcohol. Putting the locked in lockdown.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Fantastic. I was just going to do the Simpsons quote, but that was far better. (laughs) What were you going to (laughs) do? No, no. I'll call the cause of and solution to... All of life's problems.
0: <laughs> and alcohol is a solution.
2: Yeah, that's true.
0: Science joke. <laughs> that's why it wasn't funny. I, I get chemistry. <laughs> hey, science jokes to be funny. But that was not an example of a funny
2: one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're out there somewhere. Yeah, I'm trying to think oh no die and I am going up blank. <laughs> Maybe I just the thing is, though, like most scientists don't really like science jokes, but then of course I do, because most of them are bad jokes. Hmm. Just kind of like puns and everything, that's all my jam, because usually I'm the only person in the room that finds it funny. I feel
1: like I heard a good science joke, what you there, I okay.
2: forget. Well, what I like to say is that whenever I finish calibrating the balances at work, I say I'm so glad I got that done, it was weighing me down. And then if somebody says something... Weight
0: is a scientific uh, measurement. Yeah, yeah. Is that a exactly. joke?
2: Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I like to sell people that, um, you know, if they say something back, I say, oh, am I keeping you off balance? And then there's a balance called the top pan, and then I would just go like, and that's the way things pan out. And then usually...
0: Jeez, this is a treat for getting all your materials I for then, free. <laughs> and then
2: you usually have to pay for this stuff. <laughs> for I'm to- no place to face it. And uh, just to let you know... I don't think people like me at work and I can't figure out why. <laughs>
0: is it because you say the same, those same jokes, <laughs> jokes every day? They,
2: yeah. For instance, because <laughs> there's been nobody on my uh, team this entire week. I'd say I've probably, probably said all those jokes about once a day. But the worst thing is, is sometimes I just say them to myself. <laughs> 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 Guess I'm so off okay, balance Tom's,
0: today. Like. Your time has one. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what is it, Thomas do? Email
2: myself. <laughs> 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 hey, Thomas, tell me a funny joke. No. <laughs> Send
0: an email, change to yourself.
2: <laughs>
0: Send me. Uh, Send tam- from your Hotmail to your Gmail.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Thomas there be noticing a lot of interest in the activity on your server. Uh, <laughs> why do you keep talking to yourself? In I'm tech? just so damn funny. <laughs> yeah. i got to write this shit down. You've, you've written down the same joke every single day, and not a single one of them was funny. <laughs> Um, also, one of my favorite uh, jokes to make it work actually got Noel, was it a guy I work with today? Noel's this guy, he's absolutely so signed. But you, what you two massive like kind of say flasks that you use are called Durans, and he was a walk It's a, better be a Duran Duran joke. It is. He was holding two Durans and I went, "Noel, your favorite band, Duran Duran." And I actually got him. He hadn't heard it before, and I was like. <laughs> And uh, I can't remember, what did he come up, he said something back to me Oh, you
0: know, even a a stop clock's right twice a day Yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) But he came back up and he said something to me And I can't remember what it was And I was like, that's pretty good, no Because usually when I tell people that joke, they just go
0: (sighs) Yeah, it's like, are you you conditioned not to, uh, uh, like... Most comedians on they they're going for the laughter. Yeah, but <laughs> you go get the sigh or
2: just yeah. Like, yes. I was like I was the one. I was so it was so rare that like I didn't get the sigh from. And then there was a guy at work. I don't work with him at the moment Not anymore because he's a guy that got, I used to work with. He got moved to rotation, Dara, and uh, we make buffers at work. And I got him really good because like he was like Thomas here. Like he told me before, he was like you're full of like shit jokes and puns. He was like, but you've never. He was like, I've never met someone with so many. He's like never, usually people come up with like once a week, not like five a day. And I was like, you know, like we're making buffers and stuff. I was like, I was like, do you want like to drink them after the gym? And he was like, what? he was like, what? I was like, he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, because it makes you buffer. And it <laughs> absolutely <laughs> got him. It absolutely got him. Like he actually pissed himself laughing. And he was like, fuck's sake! Like he was like pure annoyed at himself for finding it funny. And I was like, you see, man, thousand shit jokes, one good joke. Right. I gotta get there once in a while. Like,
0: see, I think like. That's where our uh, philosophy and puns differ. Like you're just like, it's like, if they're shit, then that's grand. Where I believe in the beauty of a good pun.
2: No, but you see, I do too. <laughs> but I also believe in the beauty of a bad pun. Mm. Where it's like I'm a succubus and I I get happier because I've made everyone else in the room unhappy. But then, you see, that buffer one, I think is a good pun. And I'm really happy with that.
0: That reminds me of a... Uh, that reminds me of a Segway. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> oh, do you mean those things you stand on and drive about? <laughs> no. Uh,
0: that reminded me of what we did in the Shadows. What we see? Have you watched the TV show?
2: No, I just haven't yet. I keep meaning to. That was
0: one of the things I watched over the last month or so. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> when we
2: talked <laughs> Who knows? What we do?
1: <laughs> I can't remember.
0: Yeah, I uh, yeah, watched season two, though. And uh, one of the, um, like, the new things they introduced is the... Energy vampire. Mm. That's basically what you're saying. Like they just <laughs> go around and like make like bad jokes and stuff, and like just tell boring stories, and people just like pass out,
2: and then they just get pure energy. <laughs> yeah,
0: but uh yeah, he that it's um the actor is in the American Office. He's like um Dwight's friend. He's a bald guy with glasses. He's not in it a lot. I think he like works in the warehouse in the office.
2: I'd imagine it's one, the guy that I bet you if I seen him would recognise him. If you know yeah, I mean. probably,
0: yeah. Um, I, I, can't, I can't think of anything else I know him from. But yeah, he's like, he's the energy vampire and he's just this kind of bland. like. But yeah, but there's a great episode basically just all about him and um, he like gets really powerful to the extent where he can just like say it, say like a word or a phrase and people just pass out. <laughs> and he's like, just going around the offices and it's like, uh, I can't remember they just say things like it's like Friday feeling and we're just like passing out or whatever it's just like it gets like really powerful and starts being able to fly and stuff oh it's so funny
2: there was this guy I worked with in CLS and I thought it was so funny because I described him as the uh, um the most stock human being I've ever met <laughs> <laughs> and this was like after like He's um, like the unpainted uh figure. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> no, like I don't think you understand. Like he was the most big because, like I he was in he was in CLS and um like he's like the blank
0: slate before you customize your sim.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I was like I was like 'cause I I said this people in CLS and the first time I went out drinking with him. And one of the guys in the was Finney and I and he told me it was like what the first for because, like you, if you met this guy, he's like he's literally somebody but, uh, yeah, he was the most stock human being because he, honest to God, without any sense of sarcasm, was like, if you'd be, like, annoyed on Monday, oh, Monday blues, guys, huh? <laughs> and then... case of the Mondays. Yeah, case of the Mondays, you got any midweek plans? And, um, uh, like, any <laughs> plans this week? Yeah, like, you know, uh, yeah, he was like, oh, every single Wednesday, happy hump day, guys. And, like... Do you see, like, I remember chatting with boys about it. I was like, I think this guy's like a fucking robot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, what? And I was like, because he used to be pure about, like, you have to do it in a science lab, GMP, good manufacturing practices. The GMP was a great thing because it's all about standardization. But the way he was about it was like, he used to try and act as if he knew more. And it's like, man, you've you started at the same time as all of us. Like, you, you don't know anything extra, but he'd go around and he'd just like, oh, no. Like, oh. I don't know how to describe it, it was. It'd be It's very hard if you've never met him, but either way, he's the most stock human being I've ever met, and he spent the last nine months of his life making stocks. <laughs> <laughs> I, just was, I, I just thought that was very ironic. I was like, that's perfect for him, like, that's exactly who he is. Yeah, like, like, I just got it was a robot the way he went on, like, it's just he just it's like he. He just, it was so, it was like, he wasn't even mechanical in his movements, he was just mechanical in his sayings. Like, I tried chatting to him once, like, about anything, and all he was like, was like, I might go to the gym tonight, I might not, and I was like, that's great, like, you know, do you watch any TV shows, do you anything? He was like, I don't know, but... I'm still undecided about the gym and I'm like <laughs> <laughs> Can we get back to that gym thing again? Yeah yeah it's, it's just like,
0: I really wanted to talk about the gym
2: Yeah but it's like that that, that conversation was going fucking nowhere man it's, it's like, <laughs> I'm not going to the gym with you I'm not going to be like yes or no I was like you know well why don't you go to the gym he's like yeah but I'm kind of tired and I was like it he's like it is hump day It's like You probably shouldn't go to the gym It's hump day But I might go to the gym <laughs> But the way I described it is I imagine he goes home at night and sits beside his favourite lamp with it on and then turns it off goes to sleep recharges In the charging port And then goes back to work Carl You hear this (laughs) Nobody likes you (laughs) I hope that was the drill It was yeah (laughs) Uh, You're like 24
1: And grey
0: haired Shut up (laughs) Note to the editor which is me, change that name.
2: <laughs> Bleep by that name.
0: He'll know who he is. Or no, that was a fake name. So if you're listening to this, that was not a fake name. No, <laughs> shut up.
2: It was a fake name. That's and like if you listen to this
0: and that is your name, then no, it wasn't you because the name has been
2: changed. Yeah. But I just want to point out that, <laughs> please don't say his name again. Okay. I Only want to edit it out the ones. Okay, I won't say <laughs> Carl. Name again. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason that nobody really liked him it's is because be like, hilarious voiceover. <laughs> <too>. <laughs> it's like and Carl <laughs> <laughs> is it? He was he was a tight, so that's why. He used to, he used to not sit with us. He used to sit with the managers, and we were like, "Ah, oh, then you're too good for this." <laughs> 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 Fucking
0: nerd. Oh. It's what uh, I'm g- not going to say anything my housemate was saying about like people he works with. It's like he's like they're just like finance nerds. <laughs> 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 or it's like they're oh, I can tell who like, that is. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it just means like they're normies, like that are nerds about their job, but don't even realize they are. Yeah. Makes sense because he's saying it's like if he makes any kind of weird joke, they're just like what he can't say that. And they're like you know what I mean. It's like if you say anything like out ordinary or yeah, just. Just be funny, I suppose. Express yourself. It's like, what do you
2: do? Just be yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Like, I'm not really my. I'm a really. That's why I'm to Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm a very, very toned down version of myself at work. Even with the puns, I don't say them half as yeah. much as you would think. Like, and um, it's just more like. I suppose more as I even will get to know people will be fine, but it's just also because I know that I'm a bit of a weird character. <laughs> you know, oh, like, yeah. Yeah. i know i'm a freak <laughs> yeah and not like these sometimes i remind myself that
0: yeah it's like if i find myself getting all, like worked up about something that's like but you're a freak Uh-oh. and
2: then i'm like okay you're an anxious weirdo thomas <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> oh.
0: but yeah well but that makes sense like if you, if you didn't like tone yourself down then that'd be way worse yeah oh, to, oh, oh definitely <laughs> no but like if you didn't have the self-awareness to be like be professional
2: yeah yeah <laughs> you know yeah I mean? that's true, sure. true like i'm pretty like you know but there's like there's a thing about like being professional of like you know i get my work done and i do everything as best as i can and like you know make mistakes try and correct them and all <laughs> but i'm also not like such a dry shite that i do not try and have the crack with people you know right. like in a way like like but there's there's just there's like they in all fairness, they are pretty good in there, but, like, there was one guy today, like, I was, like, because uh, fixing HPLC, we had a... Uh, it started going over pressure, and what actually happened is, essentially, say, the tubes connecting it, I had to cut one off, and you have to kind of flatten the edge, because if there's any kind of, like... It needs to be, like, completely flat, or it can damage the flow, and then that causes the pressure to build up and shut off. But I went up to one of the guys today, and I was, like, here, man, because he he done it before before. and so came was, do you have time to do this? He was, like, no, no, I'm, like, too busy. So it's, like... Yeah, that's fine. Like you know, you don't have to. He was like, it's on I'm changeover. I'm do the solution. He's like, why are you coming and asking me this now? And I was like, because I didn't know you were on changeover. Mm-hmm. If I knew you're on changeover, I would just been like, all right, man. I was like, here, man. Sorry, do you have a Stanley knife? Then I was like, yeah. he was like, yeah, okay. Here's like, thank you. He was Like that's uh, like you know, all you have to say is like, sorry, I'm busy. Not like use English language. Yeah, exactly. Not no, just like, just like, just like oh, 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 oh. he's why, like. We yeah. can convey information using words, but also you can just say no, I'm busy. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? What I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. Like, just say something. But there's you don't have to make like it's like a it's like a am really like being a, a dick putting him out asking him for help and it's like I don't know. But like you know, in all fairness, he is gran, he's just he's just a bit of a grumpy bastard, but I'm just kinda like that's that that to me is unprofessional. You yeah. know, you it's it's actually professional to be able to say, No, I'm busy. It's professional to be yeah. able to say I have I need help. It's professional to say, uh, maybe in an hour or yeah, like sadly, if you're not look, like one of the most important things is communication. Yeah, exactly. And like I fucking that just like I was just like why do you like you know like they do get on to him what that like this, I find it so funny because they say that in their yeah. of the sorry they say that in their lot of there and like oh, he's so grumpy and like someone's gonna be so aggressive when I'm like I've worked in a kitchen like this is fuck <laughs> 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 like you know what I mean? I'm just like yeah like I just gotta get like I just kinda, like you just it's kinda like that nah, I'll just I'll let let him have his we vent and I'll be like, sorry for asking and then that's it. Reminds of
0: um I uh, around about this um, subreddit, kit- Kitchen Confidential.
2: I think I follow that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Tales from the Kitchen. and Kitchen Confidential, that's the book I'm going to possibly read next, the Anthony Bourdain one.
0: All right. Well, this is like just because uh, it's like in like the group chat or one of the group chats. It's like one of my mates is like, I'm not even, don't do these, this work, but I can relate. <laughs> 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 Let's see if I can find one here quickly. <laughs> This is totally unrelated. <laughs> For those listening at home, I'm going to do an audio uh, an book of a meme. meme a
2: yeah. narration of a meme.
0: <laughs> so, got a two-panel image. Our first panel. So there's a lady, possibly some kind of medical professional, handing a man a bundle. Could be a towel. Could be something in it. Making it really like hard to understand. <laughs> and she says, "Sorry, your wife didn't make it." Second panel. This smug bastard's looking at the camera, and he says, "Okay, but can you bring me the one my wife made?"
2: Top quality humor.
0: It's all no- it's the way I tell him. Top shagger. <laughs> For some reason, I was thinking about. Uh,
3: time i i
0: don't know <laughs> the two uh cigarette related pranks that i pulled on <laughs> two of my friends <laughs> <coughs> one was on ryan where i like uh, made a fake rolly and filled it with ash <laughs> 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 but i was thinking about how i like managed why did i like sell that because i like i don't know i had the idea I, like just made a, a rolly where i just rolled around the Filter, yeah, so it's like an empty coal. empty thing, in and, and just then just filled put, up put tobacco in it and then put a wee bit of put filter or put ash in it and put a wee bit of tobacco at the end so mm. it looked like a rollie. so I was like, oh, I'll just leave this here now. And then when he came in the room, I was like, Oh man, by the way, I rolled that roll, but I don't really want it. And I was like, Okay, I, was like,
3: I think up here, thick. <laughs> 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 <was> like, oh. <laughs> and then
0: another time, I got corn by uh, like halfway down the the rolly, there was like a bit of uh, an incense stick. <laughs> it was like,
3: see, there's like subtle art to these things. It's
1: like
2: you gotta put a, if you're filling a rolly full of ash, you gotta put a bit of tobacco then so it looks legit. Yeah, because like someone's gonna notice, like, also the ash would all fall out probably. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you gotta keep the tobacco to keep that in there, yeah. Plus, they're to take a toke or two and then realize. Yeah, yeah.
0: And if you're gonna put incense, similar, if you're gonna put incense in the really don't put the
2: whole way in you got to be able to smoke it first yeah <laughs> and then you're like what
3: the fuck's going on
2: there?" L- that's supposed to be the classic thing of you know you put like you break like a match in half you're supposed to put that oh, yeah, because like, yeah. then like halfway through the roll it'll just go yeah. <laughs> which i also wondered about because it's like but would they inhale a bit of phosphorus <laughs> you know it's like that should be all right. ah, yeah. smoking plenty of other shite. Ah, it's worth the humor
0: <laughs> But if you're smoking a fag, there's plenty of other shit. <laughs> Probably phosphorus in a, in a way. There's yeah. definitely
2: arsenic, which is, like, way worse. It'd be grand. It's funny about arsenic, which is in cigarette smoke, was Arthur, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, who wrote Sherlock Holmes, um, fucking Sherlock Holmes was, like, I was a... swear of listeners at home, because I knew that. Yeah, um, <laughs> he was, like, an opium addict, but then Arthur Conan Doyle himself was an arsenic addict. And whenever that he... That's
0: cocaine that Sherlock Holmes is addicted to.
2: No, he was always an opium dens, wasn't he? He probably was cocaine too, but I thought he was an opium dens. Maybe I'm getting this wrong. Maybe, maybe, it was, I can't actually remember. Could it. have
0: been a bit of both, but I think yeah. there was something about taking cocaine to like keep his...
2: But I feel like back then, or something. you were given cocaine for that anyway. Maybe. <laughs> but um, yeah, and then the writer himself was actually addicted to arsenic. I think whenever he died, the like, uh, uh, the uh, coroner's report was like, there was like 10 man's worth of arsenic within his bloodstream.
0: Which is too much yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't know scientists here are just uh, spitballing well I just I just want to think
2: that I think I could at least handle 11 man's worth <laughs> how much what are you saying man's that's the way the coroner's report put it because it was like the 18 what was that like, going to do Is he in the 1800s or the 1900s I feel like he was the eight... <laughs> I feel like he was 1850 or am I like yeah, I think he was like eighteen fifty. I think he was before Brown um,
0: just Fucking awful those dates.
2: <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure Arthur Gondor was in the eighteen hundreds. I've got no like. Do you know what I mean? I don't I think he, he came yeah. out. He didn't come out in like the nineteen thirties or the nineteen forties or nineteen fifties. I think it was the eighteen forties or eighteen fifties. Sounds
0: right, but like both.
2: So that's that's why I'm saying it like that because that was their, yeah. their 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 speak. No, I'm just clarifying what you're saying. Yeah. Either way, guys, apparently... How many mans am I? Yeah, exactly. But you see, that's the funny thing. It's like, what is a, ma- <laughs> what is a man's first of arsenic? Right. Like, surely that's fuck all, really. It's a poison. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we say drinking alcohol.
0: But yeah, um, I was talking about that uh, recently. with Someone, it's like, dates and stuff, to me, just like, never went in. Like, even like, at school history and everything it's like it's just the least interesting bit of information
2: yeah about everything like yeah. I'll, I'll I'll at best get the decade yeah. I'll be like that's the 70s that's the 80s I'll that, yeah. that's about as specific as I usually get like
0: like, two like, hundred only- people died on this date. It's like, two hundred people
1: died? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, the only like date I know is my the, birthday. Like. Yeah, like, That's the
0: interesting <laughs> shit. Um, you've lost me as soon as you start saying numbers. It's like, what?
2: Yeah, yeah but you get right there. It's like, it's not, well, it's not that the date does matter, I suppose, because like, it's important to remember and stuff like that. But I get what you mean. It's like, you're going to be, it's like, you know, it starts in like fucking, in 1916, the Ryzen happened, which we all yeah. know. And it's like, but the important thing isn't that it was in nineteen sixteen. Yeah. The reason nineteen sixteen is important is because the rising happened. Yeah. Yeah. but it's just—I don't know. Whatever way my brain works, it just—it it just glosses over that.
0: It, it, I find it really hard to attach meaning to it or something. Yeah. This is like, so yeah. I'd dates, be I'd be well just, for I'd confi- dates.
2: I'd be wild well for confusing dates too. Like or yeah. like you know if like two or three things happen in the same year, it's like I'll probably get all three things right and get all the order of the dates wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do have little words too, actually.
0: Sometimes I like kind of gloss over. Like, I, I for example, I watched um, watched another segue. Oh, it's the first. <laughs> like, I think that's my new thing for this episode: just pointing out all the segues. Segways. I watched a segue. earlier. you? Yeah. Man, um, just 30s, rolled on past. Third season of Dark.
2: Oh yeah, that's a German sci-fi sci-fi supposed to be like Stranger Things yeah. but German yeah it's I don't
0: know if Stranger Things is inaccurate I remember that would be like the kind of selling point when it came out yeah but it's way different to the Stranger Things But mm-hmm. I remember uh, talking to, uh, to a friend about that and it's like oh what's that you see in a black and they're like black and it's like oh, dark it's like it's like w- sometimes you're a walking
2: head, thesaurus right there you're, like, you're on the like, like, same lines
0: like but it's like sometimes i feel like i get so excited to get to the point that i like skip over a wee bit yeah so it's, like, it's like, i know what i want to say but yeah. i don't. It it is what i have to say first yeah it's like i just like fall in it's like i, I want to talk about it i do like the the actual like <laughs> the little detail of what it's called is irrelevant
2: it's mm. like let's talk
0: about the show
2: yeah this, I mean? the, like yeah this is the point i want to get to so i'm i'm rushing you're rushing yourself so yeah, it's like, I a, do spell, that a, lot it's like a spell it's like a spell mistake but like
0: yeah it's like but i i do that a lot where i like say the wrong thing and then i kind of like notice on someone's face it's like hang on i said something wrong there
2: <laughs> <laughs> i can i can understand yeah. that i said the wrong words a lot
0: oh there's a good uh segue i keep ruining them by pointing them out <laughs> but uh one of the things one of the uh, uh, let try that again mm. great podcast i listened to since the last episode um i actually listened to it there over the last couple of days was it like yesterday and the day before i listened i listened to it again because i loved it so much mm. but uh, i find this philosopher called uh pete rollins he's uh you, philosopher- you,
2: you love your guys named pete Mm. Mm. Mm.
0: It's actually what the podcast I listen to is. I find him on Pete Holmes <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and it's like become one of my like, favorite just episodes of that podcast this class. But um, he's co- he's a philosopher and he's also like a quote unquote uh, radical theologian. Okay. But he's from Belfast. Oh right. Yeah. So I find him on this uh I was born in just to
2: point that out. Just, uh, <laughs> He was born in Belfast. In. Shotgun shell... In the blast. late eighties, my dad got out of prison. But my man made babies. Yes, that's none of that's true. Uh,
0: shout out to uh, what's his name again? Fucking. I don't know. Some, what's Leo, Leo, Hang on. <laughs> I
2: need to. I need to shout out his name. <laughs> he's the Muggsy of Belfast, and he's fucking better at mugsy. <laughs> 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 Don't, oh, don't hold back on oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs>
0: That'll be edited out. John Sue, born in Belfast. Check it out, lads.
2: Yeah, check it out. Qu- top quality. Fucking unreal. Uh the Irish Kendrick tomorrow.
0: I was actually listening to another um, hilarious Belfast rapper called Wee Goose. <laughs> and uh there's uh one of his um there's a few raps of his about Belfast, but one of them he like references that song oh really where he yeah. says like shotgun shell blast or something and it's like my man john Seward yeah. i was like "Ah, oh, sweet yeah, yeah. <laughs> i get the reference <laughs> yeah. uh but yeah i listened to i think i've brought up this podcast before the first one i found pete rollins on was uh Moshe Casher's one where he like uh he gets like a professional and then uh, a couple of comedians mm. I think I brought up the guy who wrote the book on polyamory and stuff.
2: No, I don't remember that. Did you? No, I'm,
0: I think I talked about that before.
2: Maybe you did. I'm a bit lost, so like memory's yeah. gonna be a bit of a, a struggle. But
0: uh, yeah, so he was on that one, and that was my introduction. But like that one, that one gets good, but for the first like maybe third or so it's like the, the comedians not really understand his accent and kind of making fun of him. Mm. But then like he starts getting into the real shit and then they kind of like the kind of general tone gets quieter. As yeah, he gets yeah, yeah. While talk. he talks, they listen. Yeah.
2: Um, it's kind of funny making fun of his accent because it's like, you don't know the history of Belfast do you? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, it's not like, like they're not making
0: fun of it. It's just the nature of the podcast is it's at a comedy um, club and it's the way the podcast is it's a live
2: it's oh, like a called, live it's, it's like a live show yeah sort of
0: and every episode is Moshi Kasher, uh like an expert on something and I then they, is it two or three other comedians depending so on the point there. of it is to be funny hmm. and then with and learn something basically so like part of it is making fun and making jokes of whoever's yeah of course to, yeah
2: and then and then a yeah, part of it's the comedians being comedians, yeah. and then the other part is the expert being the expert.
0: Yeah. But, um,
1: it's getting interesting. Yeah. So then
0: you've... I, I find, because he's into like theology and all, I, I find him on Pete Holmes, and I really recommend listening to that episode. It's really, really good. Like I said, I listened to it twice now. Mm. But, uh, his whole thing is, um, life sucks and I don't have the answers. And that is good news. Like, that is like a, <laughs> Uh, Why did I bring this up again?
2: Radical Radical theologian, yeah, but what was my
0: what did you you say? Remember, I had a say, I I said, Oh, that's a good segue.
2: Did say that's a good segue. What did I say? Uh, Yeah,
0: so his whole thing is um, life sucks, and I don't have the answer, and that is the good news. Hmm. So it's this idea that like our pursuit of happiness is what's making us unhappy, and if we just admit that we don't know what we're doing, then we'll actually be able to find joy. It's really really and he's got a lot of like really cool ideas, but the the one that I was reminded of talking about mistakes is that he he talks about uh Freudian slips mm. and how interesting those are. He's saying that like um say if you were in therapy or something and you said the wrong thing, that's when he would get that's what will perk him up. he be like, oh, why did you say that? Yeah. Because it's like, that's actually, um, it's
2: like you almost being accidentally honest with yourself.
0: Yeah. It's like your subconscious is, uh, Peaking sort on. of peeking out. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So he's like, if you make mistakes, like that's the thing to focus on. And, uh, another one of the things that he said, which is like really, really helpful and interesting is this idea of, um, symptoms, and how they are like a way to find the, like a symptom is, is like a cure. So it's like, it means that there's a problem, if that makes sense.
2: It's a sign of a problem, so it's a way to find a cure, do you mean? Yeah, it's
0: basically, so like an example he gave is, um, one of his friends was, Went to the doctor and um, the doctor told her that she was depressed, but she was like, "Well, how can I be depressed? Sure, I go out all the time and I love uh, going out with my friends and having the crack and everything." And he w- and then he was like, "Well, that makes sense. Like, if you're depressed, obviously you'd want to go out all the time and not be alone."
2: Yeah, and like not not be left with your thoughts. Yeah. not be left feeling. Not yeah, you you're so scared to be alone with your thoughts yeah. that you will do anything to distract yourself from it.
0: Yeah. So it's like this idea of the symptom as a cure is like really, if like you notice you're doing something, it's like a good way to like sort of uh, reflect then on yourself and be like, oh, why am I doing that all the time? Like, I think it can be a- like, yeah, it could be anything. Like it could be like watching TV all the time like as a as a way to get away from your thoughts or like mm. could be like could be well, something like- really simple, but it's it's a good, uh, like having that knowledge I find really useful just to be like, be aware of it and be like oh what
2: what do I yeah, am why doing? am I doing yeah. this why am I Magnus Well I know for myself that like uh when I was 21 uh at first first went to counselling. and I got diagnosed with obsessive compulsive disorder Oh yeah and yeah um I did do cognitive behavioral therapy which made me a lot better it would be an awful lot better than what it was back then But I actually wh-
0: got a this new podcast
2: about uh like a form of OCD as well, so but uh, go on, go ahead. There's um, uh, there's a lot of different forms of OCD, and a lot of people just take it as the most stereotypical of. Oh, I'm such a clean freak, or a lot of the like this. I'll admit this doesn't bother me a wee bit of the whole. Oh, I'm so OCD. I need things like this. Yeah, it's like that's not what OCD is. What it is is, it's not always cleaning. And like I do an awful lot of counting, even still to this day, a lot of counting. It would still be quite clean and things in its place. What it is is that whenever. You get what's called intrusive thoughts, which are bad yeah. thoughts. And they can go from anything from... That's what the the
0: podcast I listened to was about that kind of OCD, basically.
2: Yeah. And you see, what actually really made me feel better was whenever I... Because I was having intrusive thoughts, but I didn't know what the fuck intrusive thoughts were, yeah. which... Are they're terrifying, they're getting worried that you're going to be a rapist, that you're going to be a paedophile, that your parents are going to die, you're going to make nowhere, that I'm fucking going to s- suddenly collapse here, or I'm going to make a fool of myself, or I'm going to do this, like, it can range from anything so ex- so extreme to so mundane, and it comes out of nowhere. And then what you do with OCD is I used to put things in a certain place, i know where everything is in my room at all times, you'd count, I used to count every single step, I used to know how many steps were fucking in the LYT when I was there, and you'd uh, you'd notice all the tiles, and you do all this stuff, and it's like a method of calming yourself down. You get what's called a sense. This is the when I read this because I got given when I went to my counselor twenty one, she gave me a book to read in OCD, and there was an opening passage which was just a statement by this woman who had severe OCD. I would have had moderate to severe, and then she but she had like extreme OCD, and she explained about a day in her life, and it was just. Absolutely, I, I just don't think it ever, like, I just, everything sort of made sense. Do you know you what know, yeah, yeah. I I read it and I was like, this is exactly how I think. This is exactly what happens. And she was like chatting to mind, she walks along the street and she like seen a bunch of kids and she was like, what if I get aroused? And it's like, oh shit. And then it's like, what if I get aroused? That means I'm paedophile. Shit, if I'm a paedophile, I'm a terrible person. And she went home and she fucking cleaned, like, her house. But, like, it's not even, yeah. like, the fact that she cleaned her house. She, like, she had a shower to make herself clean. And then she had to wipe down with, like, uh, with, like, uh, fucking with a fucking kitchen roll to make sure there was no droplets on it to make everything clean. And the reason that you're doing that is it's almost, like, the way I always describe it is it's, like, you're, like, cleaning a shower, you're cleaning your bathroom, or you're cleaning your house to, like, clean your thoughts. But, unfortunately, this is, like, um it's like a double edged sword this is like a short term let but every single time you feed into those you have to that every time you feed into that it's like a quick fix but that's actually making it worse so ocd starts gradually and most of the time it's and act, is it, that
0: like um when you're doing
2: that kind of stuff it's
0: because there's something else going on that you can't control kind of so it's, yeah. like a, it's like a method a of grasp control for control of something else
2: Exactly, it's yeah. like, even like it's like a mundane form of control, it's like, because you, you can't control your thoughts, yeah. and you can't control these thoughts, so clean this, clean this, count, 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 count every step, count of crack, count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, that's what I used to do an awful lot. For some reason, I always chose seven. Don't know why, don't genuinely, will probably never know why, but I'd be like... Seven is the f- number, f- I'd, f- choose, f- I'd probably choose yeah, seven. Yeah, I, I always imagine it's because it's supposed to be lucky number seven, lucky number seven. And like, I used to, uh, for about so I used to wash my hands every 15 minutes when I was in So we figured out we, I washed my hands almost 200 times a day and I used to break out my skin used to break yeah. out um, I used to go through like you know like one of those liquid soaps I used to go through one of them a day for about a year and then a bar of soap was also a bar soap was even worse because I used to essentially go through one of them like fucking like in like half a week and you'd, I'd sit there just scrub my hands and it was really weird and of course whenever you do doing all this stuff it's really weird and you don't know what's going on and then finally someone kind of tells you that's what this kind of book, apart from being an accountant, but the book just because it was a very excellent and personal account of this woman going through a day, and she would have been more severe than me, but I was kind of on the on the verge, and she it just the way that she wrote it was just fucking fantastic. Like it was such like it just even that there helped me an awful lot because it just it took away an awful lot of like the fear. O C D is still a very kind of misinterpreted or misunderstood condition yeah. of what it is. And I, it's just, it's also it's also linked, of course, to anxiety and depression yeah. and stuff. It's it's, it's almost like a manif- manifestation of that. What is interesting is because when I worked through counselling, what a lot of people don't know is OCD usually develops around 15 in people. And then it actually becomes rampant at about 21, which is when it got worse okay. for me, which is whenever an awful lot of my depression started and I got very, very down on myself because it's very weird whenever you're thinking these thoughts and you don't know yeah. what they are. It's like... Also like the first that's so that kind of told me that I remember, it was re- um
0: just um something I that I remember coming up on another episode about like um Intrusive Thoughts. A thing that I heard where it's like you're not the voice in your head, you're the one listening. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all they are. It's just uh I remember saying that to you and you're like that's really good and I, like when I ever heard it I was like that's really like a helpful phrase. Yeah. So just to uh, bring that up again, because it is like a really it's like uh, someone else said to me too it's like you're not your first thoughts you're your second thoughts so it's like how you react to them can, we can identify really strongly uh, but when you're having like intrusive thoughts it's like it's really easy to just get down a a rabbit hole of like why the fuck did I think that but to be able to like have that separation of being like that's right that's not you that's just your brain doing things like- you're the one that's sitting there questioning it like so it's,
2: yeah. it's grand thank don't, for, don't for worry me about f- it. for the most time now if i get one of those thoughts it's like I, it's like it's whenever you recognize what it is whenever you know what it is whenever you don't know what it is that's what was so terrifying yeah because it's like why am i having these thoughts why am i feeling this way and it's like but then whenever you know what it is it's like that is an intrusive thought if you even put a name to it is a lot easier because it's yeah. so much nicer to be like that's just an intrusive thought that's just a thought that anyone could have or maybe even just or certain people but either way i don't have to let that thought define the rest of my day i don't let that thought define how i'm feeling gonna feel for the rest of the day or what i'm gonna do with the rest of my day so i had to do a bit of cpt cbt and stuff to do with that which was very helpful cbt can essentially like kind of like the way i always put it it is it's essentially seen as like a cure for a lot of like obsessive disorder and stuff like that but it's also i still have to be aware myself of that you can fall back into the trap of intrusive thoughts
0: well the podcast i listened to was um invisibilia which is like a podcast i heard about ages ago but i only actually started listening to And the first episode is about this kind of stuff Mm. the kind of general concept of the podcast is the invisible forces that affect us Mm. the first episode was thoughts and there's other episodes being about like um I can't think what today's one was. There was one about, um, interestingly, there was one about entanglement, but it wasn't, it started off entanglement that we were talking about, but it was, then it went on to like, this idea of um, emotional entanglement, mm. and um, like things, that, like whenever you see someone get hurt, there's actually a part of your brain that fires, in like sort of empathy, but there's people that are really uh, sensitive to that, and they like physically feel it. Yeah. So they got there. But um, the first one's about thoughts, and, it's about this guy who he watched, is it called City of God?
2: Is that the Brazilian film? Yeah, that's yeah. the
0: one. It's like really violent yeah. stuff, and he was watching with his wife, and after he watched it, he had, started getting these really violent thoughts, and it's like, oh, what if I strangled my wife? What if I stabbed her? What if all this here? And... He just started like driving himself mad. He just like it. Just started all these thoughts—the exact thoughts that you're talking about. These intrusive thoughts, and um, then they w- first of all they went through like the different types of um, therapy, and the first one is, which isn't used that much anymore, I don't think, but still has uh, some merit, which is like uh, Freudian, um, ther- like or therapy isn't word psychoanalysis. I think yeah. is the right word which is basically your thoughts have meaning. Mm. And there's an example they gave for that where there was like a, a man who um, he started getting all these like thoughts about being waterboarded and stuff. And like, he just like became really obsessed with like this fear of being waterboarded. So he went to a Freudian uh, therapist or whatever. And um, they took the thought on it's like okay this thought has meaning let's explore this thought and eventually it got to the point where it turned out his sister died from drowning mm. and he realized oh that's the connecting thing and as soon as you make that connection it became they went away and he was able to yeah he's
2: able to identify it but it's like it's it's interesting because that's not his fear wasn't drowning but yeah. it was something associated. it was a yeah. sensation of drowning which is essentially him kind of empathizing with the fact that it's Sister would have felt something like this, yeah. But it doesn't, because that's the interesting thing. Is it doesn't have to be. It almost doesn't have to be like. It can be related, but it doesn't have to be the exact thing. Yeah. It's like um, you might someone important to you might die, but instead of being fear fear of death, you're feared of maybe the way they died. So like yeah. if they died in a car accident, you're feared of being in a car accident of, of like maybe being ending up, unfortunately hurt because of it, but it's actually because of that. It's interesting. Do you what actually I always find a fun sort of thing to say was. I seen Blind Boy in the LYAT and it was a free gig. and I was like, hell yeah, hell fucking yeah, hell fucking <laughs> yeah, I'm going to LYAT. You see Blind Boy. Surprisingly, Lecture wasn't packed, but I was like, uh, it's LYAT, whatever. And you had to ask him a question, but you had to like write it down. So many people asked him fucking stupid questions, being like, you know, when's the, like, when's the next song of like Horse Outside coming out? And he was mm. like, and he like, even Blind Boy himself, he was like, that song's in like fucking 20. 20- 11 or something he was like grow up like he was like gonna get past it and like some person asked him he was vaping the whole time and they were like what uh, what flavour is your vape and he was like whatever but I asked him a question like cause you know obviously cause he was blind and this would have been like before his podcast and all like this was a good few years ago and I asked him like it was like cause he chatted about depression a lot in it, and that's what the whole talk was there for and I was like how did it feel for you whenever you got diagnosed with depression? Because, like, obviously that's something that I got diagnosed with as well and I remember whenever it did happen to me and I was like, I felt fucking great after getting told I was depressed. And he was like, I felt fantastic. And I, I always felt really proud because he answered that question and he could tell that because he, because every other question that I'm saying was like this. I noticed this is me being like toot my own horn or something, but he fucking... He answered it and he talked for about t- five, next five ten minutes about that, and he was like, "You don't understand what it's like. Whenever someone tells you, when the same thing with OCD intrusive thoughts, it's like when if somebody tells you what these are, because whenever you first have them, whenever you first have a panic attack, like he described having his first panic attack, stuff like that. There, it's like whenever you first have these things, they are the most terrifying thing in the world, because you have no fucking sense of what they are. But even now, whenever I was would have a panic attack, let's say, like I had a panic attack about three weeks ago in work." and I knew it was coming, and it fucking, I was like, this is fucking bad, because I can feel it coming, and it terrified me, but I fucking knew what I had to do, it's like, right, I have to get away from people, and I just had, like, I just went to the toilet, and I sat down, I was like, right, just like fucking breathe, 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 you know, fucking grind yourself, feel your feet, feel your feet, wiggle your toes, you know, do all that there stuff, I was like, but if that had been the first time ever, that I had had a panic attack, and I was in work, like that would have went way worse, you know. Whenever you know the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. Like yeah. it's very, it's very hard to deal with sometimes. But whenever yeah. somebody tells you, even though being depressed yeah, is not you a hear, good thing, you like
0: we hear, hear stories like that too. Like come back to panic attacks. People, well, it would happen to people the first time when they think they're having a heart attack or something. It's like, and as soon as you know, the next time you can deal with it or whatever. Mm.
2: Like even the one days at work, like the way it kind of brought on is like what people do not realize is how uh, maybe some physical uh, panic attack it feels, but. I could feel it. I felt like my throat was closing up mm. and I could feel it, it shaking a lot and, like, moving around a lot. And, you know, pure, pure kind of jittery. It's almost like I get, like, 20 coffees or something. Like, And then it's like, I know what's happening. It's like, I just need to go, like, because it's, it, cause it was just it was very busy. at work was hard. It's like, I just need to go and calm down. Like, that's the problem is that, like, sometimes it's like you just do need... Whenever, whenever you first start having them, when, before you've, like, had them before, is you don't realise that you just need to try and go and take yourself a step back. You need to go and take, like, five, ten minutes and just calm yourself just breathe relax like sit down put your hands in your knees and just wiggle your toes and just feel your toes and just relax it that way and you will it won't be instantaneous but you'll be able to walk out and then eventually it'll walk away from that but yeah the first time it happens yeah you're right you can feel like you're having a heart attack or that's also just the panic setting in
0: yeah Uh, I actually got a story kind of related to that which I'll get back to once I finish this current (laughs) story
3: Jeez, are weaving fucking stories together. Yeah. <laughs> segway
2: after segue.
0: Got a foot in each segue, hey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, that was like the first back to the story about the thoughts. Mm. Um they're established in the forms of uh psychoanalysis. And the second wave is the cognitive behavioral therapy mm. that you mentioned, which by the way we brought up before is based on stoicism. Yeah. Got in there, it's only been an hour but Anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it took you long this week, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's more. Um, <laughs> it's coming.
0: <laughs> but yeah, basically, they, t- they even told a story of how this happened. It was like one, one guy, basically, um, someone came into their office and they were like, oh, man, like, I keep feeling that I'm worthless and no one loves me and all. And he abandoned that, the rule book, basically, of like, okay, let's explore this. And he, so he came, He told them to challenge those ideas, I think it was. Mm. It's like, and it's like, oh, well, it's like you feel unloved. Well, it's like, well, I'll think of people that love you. And like, so that's kind of what cognitive behavioral therapy is it's like taking on the thoughts and beating them. Yeah, basically, basically
2: like, proven that, like, for the OCD when I was in CPT, it was like I had to prove to myself because it was like uh, without the cleaning or with like, a, like, I used to genuinely get a tingling in my hands, feeling that I know I need to wash my hands every 15 minutes. And I kind of just like you know you have to just pretty much, sort of, just beat that. You have to beat that feeling. You have to yeah. beat. It's like your hands are clean. You're you're fine. Also, you're not going to like oh you touch the ground, you touch the door handle, you touch your face. You're not going to die because of it. It's like you have to prove almost to yourself yeah. that these thoughts are, not are incorrect or not yeah. right. And that's like the
0: sort of significance here because like I said the fr- the Freudian one is like you have a thought. It's like okay this thought's important. Let's understand why that is. And then this cognitive behavioral therapy is being able to be like actually that thought probably not that it's irrational yeah
2: it doesn't it doesn't actually have as much meaning as you give it essentially
0: yeah and that's kind of and like whenever from me studying or studying for me (laughs) looking at the stoicism I can definitely see that kind of thing where it's like because so much of that is about controlling your thoughts and realizing that's the thing that you like that you have control over thoughts essentially Mm. like it
2: or awareness of your thoughts of yeah. like what you think and like how to look at them from an outside perspective yeah. rather than just as you're saying, you're your second thought, not your first.
0: Yeah. But then there's the third wave of um psychoanalysis, which is I think it's still pretty new, but it's basically based on meditation mm. where it's basically thinking that even the cognitive behavioral therapy idea is actually giving your thought. It's still get paying too much attention to your thoughts. Yeah. And instead, you should just be like, just ignore it.
2: Just it's just meaningless, just, sort of. Just
0: be like, like so. In meditation. The comparison is like when you meditate. It's like any thought you just like let float by. Mm. So if you have a thought being like oh, I'm a piece of shit, you just be like that's yeah, just, just that's just a thought. On, I'm not even co- I'm not even going to acknowledge al- it engage with it enough to challenge it yeah that that'd be too much of an acknowledgement so this guy who had the um was having these uh violent intrusive thoughts um eventually when he went to therapy the first therapist he went to was a Freudian one and that was a disaster <laughs> because that was like it's like i want to kill my wife and it's like let's find out why you wanted to kill your wife. <laughs> and that was just like, made everything worse for him. Creating yeah.
2: reasons as to why he wanted to kill his wife. Yeah, that just, even really. that just didn't
0: work for made him at all. Made him worse. And then actually, I think scared him off therapy for a while. Yeah. But then the next therapy, Christy went, was this third wave one. And this is really interesting because after like the fourth or fifth uh, meeting, this his new therapist um, went to like this cupboard that he had and brought out a knife and gave him a knife and told the guy to take the knife to the therapist's neck and just sit there and sit and like let that thought bubble up that like he was because one of the thoughts he'd have like like you're saying it's like that thing of like oh what if i get attracted to that child or whatever yeah it's yeah, like, yeah it's like, it's like, like oh, that means that yes yeah. and it's like so oh, like it doesn't. one of the things he would have all the time was like
2: what if i just like stab that person or what if i
0: strangle or, like these thoughts yeah, which i used to get all the time too. Yeah. of
2: like you know what if i do this like all of a sudden oh it's just do of, this
0: and it's kind of the extreme of like the the call the void yeah that's that, what i always thought of it too yeah. it's
2: like instead of like the call of the void of like it's when the ends like what if i just murder someone what if i just do this yeah. it's just the it's so yeah it's just you just like the, it, the extreme the of, of it The
0: call of the void is that thing for anyone doesn't know it's like whenever you're at the top of a cliff or something and you have that urge to jump Or when you're, another common one is like when you're driving. Yeah, and and you just get the urge to like verge into oncoming traffic
2: or off to a ditch or something.
0: And I don't know if this is is a definite reason, but I know it's a reason anyway. Where it's like your brain knows that it shouldn't do that thing. So it knows it shouldn't jump off a cliff. But because it's so instinctual, it like comes up with the opposing thought to make sense of the instinctual one.
2: Yeah, it's something like that. It's, it's it's very interesting, call it, But that's essentially that's almost like what intrusive thoughts are in a way. It's like yeah. a call of the void, but instead of like to do with death, it's to do with violent acts yeah. or sexual acts or something like
0: that. So anyway, this guy got told him to keep the knife to the the therapist's neck, throat, like actually put it on there and just like let that thought come up to be like oh, I could stab this person, and then just let it go away. Hmm. Which makes sense, I suppose, because like if you have, it, it, if it you, proves if, like yeah, that you. It's like it's I'm like,
2: not going to do this no yeah, matter how it's like close got, I come.
0: I've got the option now that I'm here on my own. I can do it. So then, once you realize that it's absurd then you can start to move on.
2: It's mm. interesting, apparently, for people that experience a lot of intrusive thoughts, or people with OCD, is they, in general... And that,
0: that was a, a form of OCD, by the way, I don't know if I said that, but mm. yeah, that, those specifically violent thoughts as a form of OCD, like you're saying.
2: Yeah, but yeah, I also just, I'll get back to what I was originally going to say, but I also want to point out to people that just, OCD has many variants, it's just yeah. in popular culture... This is a specific in popular culture, variation,
0: causing him to have... It, obsessive violent thoughts.
2: Because essentially, OCD is more or less it's a reaction to having intrusive thoughts, which can be a make, which for me was a mixture of mo- it was mostly like kind of violent, or uh, kind of sexual or traumatic, which would be like you know be worried about, but like I do this and then that's going to cause my parents to die. Something completely unrelated of just yeah. like not washing my hands enough, because I'd give them a disease and then that would cause them to die and then I would be homeless. Like it, it's like that's the thing is like people don't realize is the intrusive thoughts go down an absolute rabbit hole. Of it's a downward spiral. Of it can start off very mundane. Of like, oh, if I don't wash my hands, I might get sick. And it's like, oh, but then my parents get sick. But then my parents die. But then, um, at the moment, at that time, I was living with my parents. But then my I can't live with my parents. I'm still in school. What am I supposed to do? I can't even get a job. But you know what I mean? i you know, it's yeah. going down like it's, it. just gets worse and worse and worse and worse. But sorry, what we're we about there? What was I was going to say different forms of OCD. Public culture. It's always just cleaning your hands, but there's different forms. There was something else I was going to say. We we're chatting about that the beforehand.
0: So the knife thing
2: I said, or knife things, the violence. Oh yeah, it's kind of interesting. People that usually experience intense intrusive thoughts or obsessive compulsive or usually have a tendency to be incredibly non-violent. Because they're usually so scared essentially of their own thoughts of being violent yeah that, that was, it causes them to be so scared to ever actually act out any form of say that, violence or anything like that that was
0: one of the things that that came up Because like, the the guy like it, it, i think it i think it, they like talked to his wife and she was like i was never never even aware worried
2: like you see you you go the opposite way you 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 try so hard to to not be like that because yeah, you're so she, scared she, of it she, but she she
0: was like this is like like I've married this person. I've married is like the kindest, most thoughtful person ever. It's like I'm not worried that he's gonna do this to me just because he's having these thoughts.
2: It's like, mm. like so that, because that's because nice, they're like. they're almost more scared of their, th- their own yeah. thoughts than the other person but is. But even
0: like. but even before he ha- is having these thoughts too, it's like she was just like, I know who I
2: married. Like, like yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's just, not just gonna just fucking nice, <laughs> yeah. you'd hope he's not gonna just like yeah. switch and be like this person. But that it's very because very interesting because like I I actually didn't know um so whenever i first got diagnosed i actually felt it was really nice because like uh my parents my parents are very open people but they'd be you know they're like fucking they're still born in the 50s that there too ocd wasn't even a thing then yeah and it was like my mom told me that like ocd starts whenever you're 15 and begins you're 21 and so sorry and then excels you're 21 it's actually a gradual progression and my mom pointed out she was like whenever you whenever i turned about 15 and 16 like i just fucking nowhere I this clean room like I don't know like from you know the typical teenage messy room of like yeah. 13, 14 fucking one day it was just all fucking not even necessarily one you day you're talking about yourself now? no I'm talking about myself now yeah. yeah over the course of about six months mom ma- ma- I am not ma- sure if you meant sh- her, your mom started doing that when she was no no no, no, no no sorry my um my mom actually told me then, she was like, but then I remember whenever you, like, turned about 15, 16, and all of a sudden everything was in your room, and she was like, I would go into your room and say, like, leave clothes down or move something around, and I used to get, like, fucking really thick about this as a teenager, like, really, like, I do remember this, like, like I would have never been aggressive would be like why did you move around my chair or something like that they're like, That's the, like these things yeah. don't matter at all and I was like That's, then she was like I realised that that was all a manifestation of it and I always felt very nice that my mum pointed out to me but I also didn't even cop that myself until she said yeah. but yeah even now because even like even to this day at 27 my um, uncle would stay in my room over the weekend and my mum rearranged for him just because he's a wee bit older than me so maybe like just it was clo- the bed's closer to the toilet and stuff like that so And she was like, "Sorry, I had to move around your room because of Roy. I'm sorry, I had to put everything in a different (laughs) place, kind of thing." And I was like, "No, it's okay. I'm a bit better with dealing with
1: that stuff." I like.
0: I I hate that dude. Yeah. To be honest, like I don't know. I think, I think there's a bit more to that than just. Well, maybe, maybe not. In my experience, anyway, I feel like. There's uh, an element of, like, it being, like, your sanctuary, in a way, to your That's room. That's also like, true, yeah. Is, like, this is my space. Yeah, it's like, space. why have you, like, invaded this? And mm.
2: But, you see, for me, for you, where well, it might be your safe space, which, yeah. you, to me, is like, but for me, because of, like, there's back like an, then, there was, like, it was probably there, that and an extra level. Yeah, so they kind of, yeah, that kind of adds the thing to it. Like, I remember that, like, like, fucking, what kind of weird, to me, like, thinking back, I was like, what kind of weird teenage boy gives out to, like, his mum for, to him? Making his room messier. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, that's one of the things to deal with. And I was always really glad that I kinda got I was always very glad that I went to counseling. I was very lucky to be in LYT at the time because they had free counselling and they that was that's how I got through it. That was the first time I went. It's <laughs> great. Just there's, there's gonna be people listening that have never met me. And you now know more about me than some people. <laughs> that are <now> <coughs>
0: Well, we talked about that um, before. Like, um, oh, we we wanted this to be um,
2: an open, safe conversation. Essentially, yeah. Just list that and people. I wouldn't. I shouldn't be ashamed of anything I'm saying right now. That's how no. I kind of feel about it. But it still feel. You'd still feel awkward opening yourself up sometimes. Sometimes yeah, it do hard. feel like it's easier because obviously, oh, you're one of my best friends. But also, yeah. it's just to a mic. So yeah. if anyone does listen to this, like. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you've been listening to this yeah. three in the morning and three in the day. Like,
0: Well, it's like one o'clock in the morning now and we're having a few drinks, so it's like... Mm,
2: that's just going to get worse for me. That's,
0: that's one of the things It's funny about that guy, Pete Rollins. A lot of times he, like, <laughs> he, like, brings drink into his, like, philosophies in a weird way. Mm. But it's, like, one of the things they, they joked about on the, the Moshe Kasher one as well, because he was like, you've got two options. You can... Uh, Go to a sports bar and have a drink and listen to the loud stuff, or you can go to an Irish bar and have a conversation with your friends. <laughs> they were <laughs> laughing. It's like both options involve going to a like bar. bar. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just drinking drink <laughs> Like he seems to just work drinking, and but it's like I I do kind of like the acknowledgement of it too, because like another thing he's talking about the importance of conflict. It's like you can go to a bar and with your friends and have a few drinks and you might have a fun out in the middle of the night and then you make up by the end and it's like there's a there's a benefit to that and there's like because yeah. drink can actually be a helpful thing in some ways if if you're doing it healthily of course like you can do, well, do th- it unhealthily I was
2: just about to say what you've read before about whole drug misuse same as anything you can overdo and you can misuse anything but like you know having a like having a good drink with your friends or going to meet up with your friends for while and having a good like night out can be incredibly cathartic in a way that's just if it, if it, very it, hard to obtain if it helps otherwise. you
0: say stuff that you need to say that you couldn't otherwise then
2: mm. but if you're drinking every wrong. day and it's running your life that's a yeah. different story it's a, it's a difference between like if, i know obviously there's such a thing as highly functioning alcoholics but there you go, wisdom, moderation, courage, and justice. We're it's talking about the
0: moderation. I've got a wall of stoicism here mm-hmm. in my bedroom, and one of the cardinal virtues is moderation.
2: Mm. Which, is, which uh, is true. And it is
0: really true, yeah. It's like self. Like that one gets different translations, even on this one, it's temperance, there it's moderation. Sometimes it's uh, self control. But it's definitely. Along the same lines, everything yeah.
2: still means the same thing. But yeah, it's, it's
0: just the, the reward of not fucking giving into every indulgent. Mm. Like if you just like, we're like, oh, I love chocolate. I'm going to eat all the chocolate. It's not going
2: to make you happy. Like I t- that's <laughs> <this, this> not <thing laughs> funny. We did, but I didn't know. I remember I used to work with a guy and he used to work for Cadbury. And he told me the funniest thing was, he said, whenever you start in Cadbury, you can take an unlimited amount of chocolate that you want. And the reason is, is because usually after two weeks, people stop taking chocolate. Yeah, and it's just that's exactly what it was they let people overindulge and then they just never do it again the funny thing is that that's that why I
0: never would want to be a gynecologist
1: yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely <laughs>
3: top quality <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see that one
2: coming did you <laughs> 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 oh, fantastic here I thought I was coming up with a wee 10 bit and then he just don't cut me <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Excellent.
0: Did you have something to say?
2: <laughs> no, I think the Cadbury story was I'm done. I'm gonna go, uh, I'm, gonna go I'm gonna go pee. Uh, <laughs> After that's that. it. Okay. I, I needed to pee and that laugh really took it out of me.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can't remember how I got off it, but one of the things I was talking about was the Pete Rollins' idea of um What was the other thing we brought up for him again?
2: radical theologian
0: oh, no, no, All right. why do we where do we mention him again there recently?
2: Oh drinking going to the pub
0: oh yeah that, that's right, okay, well, that's not really about this uh, so one of the things um that I mentioned earlier, about his idea of um the symptom
2: oh sorry yeah, is like a
0: cure yeah so if i this really helped me there. maybe it's like two or maybe three weeks ago now. But um, there's just one, one day I, just, like, I was like, like, not well. Just mm. it's like, I like, something's not right. It just felt like shit, and it was like, it was like manifesting as like a physical pain in my stomach. I was like, here, I need to work out what's, what's upsetting me or something. Yeah, just what's, as, what's like, going
1: on?
2: Like
0: yeah. So I try to like do his thing of like, explore that instead of like, try to cover it up or whatever. And one of something I like noticed as well, or like something I find useful is like trying to engage with like the subconscious as a way to like work out what's going on or whatever. Like, cause
2: what's underneath the scene. Yeah.
0: It's just like, if he can like engage if you can do something on a conscious level, it like, lets the subconscious come out. So I was kind of trying to do that as well. So I like, just was just like, oh, I'm just going to try and write lyrics. I don't know if they're lyrics for or anything, but I was just like using the... The process. The con- to get yeah, or, to like the, or even just the confines of rhyming and just let whatever...
2: Comes out, comes, comes out. out.
0: come out, out. And basically, I wrote, and then at the end I realized, I basically, the last line was just like, I might be depressed. And I was like, this release, this relief. And I was like, the lyrics beforehand was like, because there's something about, like, uh, or I mentioned, like, oh, I could sleep if I thought I was going to be any help or something. Mm. And it was kind of like, when I was writing it, was like, that sounds like a, a symptom of depression. Yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> Which it <you'd> most definitely is. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then, uh, but that I was that like, I'm realizes- be depressed. Sorry. But they, the, like, um, I realized after the relief wasn't even just. Because I don't know if I was actually depressed. I think the most important thing was acknowledging and letting myself know that it's okay to feel that way. Yeah. Because there's like, even though we talk about it and I talk about myself, I have this kind of position, whether it's real or just in my head, that I have to be, it's like I'm almost like the one supporting people or, like, helping people when they have issues. Yeah. And it's definitely real to some people, if that makes sense. I, I know there's people that I talk to, and, like, I'm the one that they put their problems on. And I kind of have to have, to a certain degree, I have to be the one that can help them and give them answers and everything.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's kind of like... Um, what we're talking about in regards to the podcast and all even it's like kind of what we're doing in a way is like helping people and or like that's kind of both of our idea
2: yeah we kind of want to talk about this stuff like obviously we're doing like the movie reviews we're doing yeah. like kind of you made a great joke there the gynecology joke <laughs> But, um, like, uh, yeah, I remember the last time whenever we were at uh, our friend Rosie and John's, house and I was saying that, like, I would like to, like, what I, I'm quite happy and kind of proud of what I just opened up about, like, OCD there, yeah. you just opened up being depressed, is that I want to talk about this stuff because if it just helps one person listen to this, and the same yeah. way that it was for whenever you wrote that line saying I might be depressed, that was your realisation that you're feeling depressed, which... Is a weight off your shoulders yeah which was like whenever yeah, i heard whenever i heard blind boys say oh it was a great feeling when someone diagnosed with depression it's like yeah because whenever i got diagnosed with depression. Yeah, so saying that's when, you, when you said that i was like yeah, i got i got my own uh, <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's i would really love the someone just to hear this like and i would never have to i almost like the thought more than anything i don't ever have to have somebody to tell me but if yeah. it's just one person one day listens than this and it's like i'm feeling that way either now I know what depression is or now I know that I'm not alone or now that I know I can go get help or now that I you know that kind of yeah. way and because that's really important and I know it is becoming a bigger thing in Irish culture but I still don't think it's enough of a mainstay and even during the pandemic I feel like but it's sure, but like, really detrimental and
0: yeah and sure it can't get too much What what's the worst thing Gavin gonna to make too many people happy yeah <laughs>
2: I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get more depressed by talking about it. I don't think that. I don't no. even. Think, I don't think that's ever happened. That's not, that's <laughs> not how it works. <laughs> no, no it's, yeah, it's actually the opposite. Like, either you, it. You might just realize you're depressed, but you were already mm. depressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of the biggest things I remember for me was um, I had the whole kind of, and I still have it quite a lot. Is I still sort of sometimes don't admit myself to this stuff about this. If you know what I mean. Yeah, that's, like, you don't agree. You don't like. No, I'm not. No. That's
0: I'm what I'm talking about. That's what that. I think that was the most beneficial thing. Because I don't know, because I, afterwards I was kind of reassessed and I was like, I don't know if I actually was, like, like I definitely was having a shit day or whatever, but it wasn't admitting that I was depressed, it was the release, it was just admitting to myself that it's okay to feel that way.
2: Yeah, there's, there's two ways to look at it. That like- was,
0: I think, was the, the real breakthrough I had, was just being like, yeah,
2: it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, I know in counselling, that's one of the things he said to me was that like um, one of the things is like uh, you know like everyone does want to be happy, which is true and that's the thing. But what people don't realize is that like sort of sometimes people say coming out of depression and stuff too is that you will still kind of flip back into that way, and that's okay. Like that's that's yeah. natural. That's just you can't feel happy all the time. You can't feel up all the time. You are gonna have these highs and these lows. Yeah, and like it's just that's just kind of the way it is, that's unfortunately the way it is but it's not necessarily a bad thing because you, you couldn't, you know, there's that whole thing of you wouldn't be able to experience the highs you wouldn't be able to experience happiness if you didn't know what sadness was, if you didn't know what the yeah. lows were because if you were happy all the time you would know you are happy
0: Well that's like uh, another thing I wanted to bring up there's this, um, one of the entrants into the Daily Stoic here which I thought was really good, Is this idea of stoic joy Uh. I'll read the quote here sure yeah go for it trust me real joy is a serious thing do you think someone can in the charming expression blithely dismiss death with an easy disposition or swing open the door to poverty keep pleasures in check or meditate on the endurance of suffering the one who is comfortable with turning those these thoughts over is truly full of joy but hardly cheerful it's exactly such a joy that I would wish for you to possess for it will never run dry once you've laid claim to its source so it's this idea, like, something I have a big problem with is, like like you're saying, like, this idea that we have to be happy all the time. Mm. That's not what happiness is. Happiness is a, a fleeting experience.
2: Unfortunately, yes, but it is. It, it can't, it almost can't be prolonged because yeah. it kind of defeats the purpose and of what it is. And that's
0: what I like about this. It's saying that, like, if you can dwell on the, like, if you can have the mental, uh, fortitude to dwell on these like negative things and still have this thing that they identify as stoic joy where it's you're not like are they like they com- compare it to one is comfortable to turn these thoughts over is truly full of joy but hardly cheerful like they identify cheer is their fleeting moment of
1: of, of happiness or of, whatever or, yeah. like
0: and joy is just the thing that they've cultivated is and i think that's like a really important distinction a really useful distinction Hmm. which i thought was really nice
2: well yeah i was kind of thinking there is like because like obviously i would be almost now what you'd call like the whole kind of idea of like a weekend warrior you know like you're holding nine to five and every weekend that is too. that is kind of what i live for in but in the sense of like at the moment i'm really enjoying sorry at the moment i'm really enjoying this and i get to do stuff like this but like you know if I was to do this if we were to do this every single day for a month by the end of the month we probably wouldn't even really want to fucking talk to each other yeah that's, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, just pure hedonism. like if yeah, we were to yeah it over the top but like that's kind of why so like this you, is this is a part of my release of like but like you know I go to my work and I do but my yeah, shit yeah like
0: I think like happiness isn't or like we'll like I'll a, call it joy again just to clarify joy isn't being happy all the time so, joy is able to receive bad news and to be able to deal with it,
1: because mm. you're always to like, see bad you, news.
0: Yeah, to to think that you're not just to be like emotionally immature to mm. be like, oh well, I'm never, gonna, nothing bad's ever going to happen again.
2: Yeah, that's like being like eight years old or something. Yeah, like, yeah. And Where like, if
0: cool. you can have the the ability to receive that bad news and just to deal with it and and mm. and acknowledge that it's a passing thing, just as happiness is a passing thing, equally so. Then like, that that is the true goal
2: like i'll, I'll admit i was actually last week i was chatting to uh pieter and that was interesting about he was we were just getting you know serious conversations at the sessions happened and he was chatting about like um whenever i got like diagnosed and like cancer and stuff and he was like you were a bit bitter about it for a while and i was like yeah damn fucking right i was like i was quite better for a while could kind of whole kind of self-absorbering like you know why me why me yeah. why just happen me which is a natural thing to happen but now I'm just like actually oh, sure. it's just something that happened it's just it's unfortunate that's, only, that's only the way I was described it. Is it's unfortunate but it's just something that happened you know I had no yeah. choice in the matter but he was like but what he said to me which is very true and I agree with it he was like but you had to be bitter for a while and I was like yeah I did you kind of have to kind of go down that road of but the important thing is is that I didn't stay bitter yeah. I didn't Choose to be like fucking, you know. Like it could have been like you. Know, I could have been like, why did this happen to me, not you? Why did this happen to me, not Peter? Why does happen to me, not someone else? No one's like, well, why did it happen to me? It's like no one really knows, actually. Unfortunately, why it happened to me, and that, uh, it just happened to me. It, uh, I, it happened. That's unfortunate, but I'm past it now. But you do that, have to deal with like those a, emotions, like
0: that, yeah. That guy Pete Ron's brought up something like that too, where the example he gave, but I think it's definitely similar. It's like. Like say if um, say if you did something wrong to me, I might turn around and be like, I fucking hate you. I'm gonna. I wish you were dead. Mm. But if you were, to be
2: like, wish you were dead, Ruben. What? I wish you were dead, Ruben. Anyway, <laughs> that's staying in. <laughs> yeah, staying <it's the> <laughs> in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting kind sick of the name in the first time. I'm so glad you heard me. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Like. Uh.
1: Uh.
0: Right, say, so say if I said that and then someone has <laughs> yeah. to point out, it was like, you don't actually feel, you don't actually want her to die. And it's like, well, no, of course not. Hmm. But it's also important to to feel those emotions. Yeah. So it's like you can, there's a freedom and able to just, to be angry or be pissed off. And it's like, it doesn't, because the way he was talking about it, it's like, if you keep pushing those emotions down, they're going to come out in some other way. Then. Yeah,
2: you can, yeah, If you if you were to like, like I would say we're good enough friends. As I say, if I did or said something that really fucking bothered you, you'd probably say something to me. But if you just decided not to, if it was a big enough thing to you, if you decided not to, that is gonna manifest its way in some way of like we'd stop podcasting, we'd stop talking as yeah. much. You know what I mean? Like you know, there's kind of unhealthy, like, unhealthy. Yeah. yeah whereas we whereas if you were to would you didn't you said as well that he said that conflict is important too. Yeah. Which is where you would be. If you brought up the conflict to me, then it could be resolved. But yeah. if I don't even know if there's a conflict there, how the fuck am I going to know if things resolved? And then I'm also going to get aggressive or annoyed or whatever because you're acting differently to me. And I'm going to be like, why is this going on? Yeah. And that's going to bottle up in me and then it's going to cause more problems. And the then there's
0: something he talks about too, is like uh, this thing about crisis. And it's like, um, say, I'm trying to give an example. Maybe. Uh, there's a couple and they're fighting a lot and they're gonna, or maybe they, maybe they're not gonna get divorced because they're pretending that there's not a problem. Yeah. And they're trying to protect like this. there's a child maybe. Um, they are purposely not bringing up these problems because they're trying to hide the crisis. But the problem is the crisis is there and everyone's still suffering from it. Like the, the two people, the child, they're all suffering from this thing, but they're not acknowledging it. Yeah. Or if they did just acknowledge it, they could deal with it and move on. So it's like, there's this inc- uh, like inclination to be like, oh, if we don't acknowledge this crisis, and then... It doesn't exist. It yeah. doesn't affect
2: us. But the But don't? actually,
0: it's hurting everyone all the time. They're just prolonging it basically and making it worse
2: but there's that whole thing you know it's gonna get worse before it gets better and the kind of thing is oh, but if you don't acknowledge it it'll never get better yeah It like, like it sometimes it, sometimes life does have to get shit sometimes things have to get worse sometimes you have to do horrible not do sorry sometimes horrible things have to be said or done or you have to deal with them but until you do deal with them you're gonna be carrying them the whole time like, yeah
0: that brings me to another uh, thing that you idea had of like the let's see if i can remember it's like the idiot the moron and the imbecile <laughs> and it's like um there's a philosopher who had this idea of like um the idiot is the person that, like there is actually originally the definitions are like different levels of um mental ability or whatever oh right yeah um, But there's a philosopher that related this, like, to the, the idiot is the person who, like, doesn't know, like, this, like, what to say or do, like, doesn't know the social,
2: like, the social cues, the, kind of, yeah. how to act.
0: And then the imbecile, like, they, they can do all the right, they can say all the right things and all, but they're, they're not really quite, uh quite there, you know, they don't know all the... <laughs> Maybe don't know why they're saying it or whatever, but they know how to, like...
2: They know how to act, but they don't know yeah, why they're acting yeah. that way.
0: And then the moron is the one in between. And the moron's what you actually want to be, where they can do all the right things and say all the right things, but they also, like, bring up the... Um, the wrong things. The wrong things, too. And it's like... And it's like... Because um, when he brought it up Peter Rollins, he was talking to Peter Holmes, he's he was like... Oh, um, he's talking about creative people. Like, that's what, that's what they do. It's like they they don't let these um, problems just fester. It's like they they do the thing where they put their foot in the mouth and be like, oh, why'd you do that? Hmm. You know, where like socially we're kind of conditioned to just be like, oh, everything's fine. Yeah, it's like, but you actually want to be, you want to have a bit of both where you can bring up the thing and like start out the problem and all that there mm.
2: like it's obviously all like dependence and stuff like that but I always feel like that's where the almost problem in Ireland it's like you don't want to be shit crack man you don't want to be bad crack you don't want to fucking ruin the buzz or something yeah. like that and it's like yeah but if a joke's being a con, to joke's being a con. you know what yeah. I mean if there is like but like it's it's almost like seen sometimes I feel like in Ireland sometimes like sometimes even though you would almost have a valid reason for saying or doing so, it just still as you're saying socially is not justified in a way. Which is not true. Like it should be more normal to be able to say like like I remember seeing Jade before when she was having a board and she was saying about like kicking people out of the house and I was like, Well Jade it's your house, it's your no one's house. If you I'm your friend but if you just told me that I need to get out of your house, I'd be like, Well, yeah, I should get out of your house because it's your house some people wouldn't see it that way and it's like it's like you should feel that you shouldn't sorry how would I say it you should feel awkward like I don't understand like unfortunately it is a thing but you should never have to feel awkward by kicking somebody out of your own house if you really fucking had to no matter who they are
0: even just today uh, I noticed we've got very different uh, approaches you just like say the person's name and I'm like I'll just be vague about
2: it yeah (laughs) well what do you mean I just said my own name no I you said Jed's name too yeah, but no, be, yeah, but I didn't say anything bad. I just no, I, know, I was but gonna get yeah, it. Yeah, no, I, I don't uh, I I Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, sorry, I'm just yeah, I I am pretty. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> maybe not everyone wants to be mentioned like me. Just bleep out all the names.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's just like I'm kind of like I don't know if there are permissions. So, so I'm just gonna like
2: free balling it here. That's yeah, kind of have to. But. the editor, will start all started out. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. thanks, fe- Owen. Future, o- future <laughs> you are gonna have to bleep that out too. Future fe- ruined yeah. all started out. <laughs> about my
2: name
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the editor would like to remain anonymous uh, by <laughs> um, the way
2: if anyone like any editing skills I'm up for
0: uh... <laughs> but uh, anyway I was going to say two of my friends um, they were having like a problem and it, the problem was because they were avoiding conflict yeah and it's like because I was going to end up not intentionally but just like I met one and I met the other one and I was like oh you need to go talk to him and I was like He's like, oh, is was he saying? It's like, oh, he's just annoyed. And he's like, well, I'm annoyed too. And it's like, yeah, but you're annoyed because you didn't talk about the thing.
2: That you're annoyed about Yeah, there, There's like the whole it's thing. It's like you brought you up
0: to me two weeks ago.
2: Mm. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And you're still annoyed. Surely yeah. nothing's been moving yeah. past it. Well, I know like for me and bleep. No, it was Kelly. Um, i never like, so for like lockdown, it was a pretty tight and all too. But like what I did... And, like, I asked, I wrote a list and I asked her to, like, write a list of just stuff that's been bothering. and never, like, brought it up to her. What I kind of said was, like, it's, like, this is not an attack. and Like, this is not, like, I mean, the reason I put it in was because, A, I can, like, read it out. And I don't, like, I can almost read it out with, like, no emotion or I just have to say it. But it's not, like, trying to be, like, maybe aggressive. But also it means it's no spur of the moment. It's no, like, I can't get... uh what I say, I like just I just needed to write out my thoughts essentially. Yeah. If I'm feeling stuff's been bothering me or something like that, there and I just kind of said it and I was like, There, what you think, but like, not and like I didn't want to do it in like a way. It's like, I'm not trying to put you down or be aggressive, I mean, I'm just getting my thoughts out, I'm expressing them in a way that is at least coherent. And if I was to try and say this stuff off the cuff, it would either come out wrong. Or it would like if we started arguing, say it would you know if emotions yeah. got heated. It's like this, is like I don't worked out way better like because of that because yeah. I was able to clearly and calmly explain everything and know like this, and then also like you could gonna go well for me and anyway, I go like point by point was problem, and then I asked her, but like i wasn't dead. I was like I want you to do the same thing to me what she did. And it's like that's how we talked about it, and because it was a bit of a rough patch in a bit of lockdown which is fair enough it was this lockdown but she like, yeah, would fucking know where to go like it was just it was just lockdown it was just a pandemic I'm sure well, everyone that, like understands that's but
0: like, uh, something I meant to bring up to you. So, Um. will you remember your point if I hopefully if you, if yeah. you interject for yeah something. yeah I think so
2: yeah
0: <laughs> but it was like yeah it was, I think it might have been back when I wrote that thing and I was like because when, when lockdown started, I was like, oh, I'm going to be so productive and stuff. And then, like, re- like th- I think that's kind of what got me down. Is like, I wasn't as, as much as I wanted to. Mm. And I realized, I was like, this is the most stressful thing we've collectively gone through in my lifetime. Like, why would this be the most productive part of my life? Yeah,
2: I'm going to become a golden god out of it. Like, yeah, hey, it was hey, like, hey, why? I was it, like, that was
0: idiot. like I was like, sweet, lockdown now. I'm going to get my hair down go to work. It's like, this is the most
2: like it's been weird like i don't think like i think it's kind of weird to think about you almost don't realize it's almost like we've all gotten naturalized to the stress of lockdown that you don't realize exactly how it's affecting because it is a wee bit like it's just you see like i still go out still feel like wear the mask you you, it's it's in the back of your head at all times even if you think it isn't
0: it's working on you at all times like
2: always there there's there's actual like even if you're in your own house there's no release from it because it's still happening every day you hear about cases you hear about deaths yeah. some country this that the other it, it it is stressful like it is no matter what anyone says I don't care if you are excelling in quarantine doing something I'm sure there's a lot of days where you're not so yeah. like
0: <laughs> yeah it's just it's important to remember that like mm. the best attention intentions but uh, Do you, you always fine. you always have the best intentions
2: it's fine yeah it's fine it's all good
0: Um you were talking about you and Kelly
2: Oh, but I was just gonna say I think that was healthy enough to do because it was more about like yeah, no that's that's direct conflict as essentially that's going with this is what I found with but Let's like
0: bringing uh, the the crisis was already there but you brought it to the surface like I feel I feel like it, it that's, I feel that's what, like I feel like, like it,
2: exactly it, what that idea is like I feel like I did put like it off you, and as the chief for like a, a couple of weeks but that was also part of lockdown and like a part yeah. of it was also that like you know we our two roommates moved out and it was just us two there and it was no leaving the house it was no nothing like that's gonna they would wear on you if you were by yourself. To wear on you with anyone because that's naturally like you know fucking we weren't going out like the first like in all fairness first month of lockdown we like didn't do anything because pure like fucking for me I'm obviously slightly higher risk like I was a little terrified yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then you kind of you kind of get used to it but like that's just the way it went but like you know instead of like I was like right I'm just gonna address these things that are bothering yeah.
0: me. Well, another friend of mine was saying that, that basically they did he did the same thing with his uh, roommate. Mm. He, like there was a load of things annoying him, and he just like wrote them down, and then he um, went to talk to him about it, and they just it just all came to head in like a really like good way, and like they started communicating better and everything, and it's like yeah, it's yeah, exactly it's like whenever he talked to me about that, just like what I'm talking about now, that crisis thing, it's like that's what came to mind. I was like, this is a yeah, this is a really good uh,
2: like I think for me the practical way, thing, the that, way, like, it, but
0: like, but. Just to reiterate the point, it's like if you don't bring it up, it's still a problem. Yeah, you're it's just still dealing be there. with it in an unhealthy way, like, and
2: it's probably never going to get dealt with.
0: Yeah, it's not going to get dealt properly, but you are going to be reacting to it, and like, but you're just going to probably be like passive aggressive or whatever. Like, and so passive aggression st- does still, not work. Yeah, it's still <laughs> there. You're still dealing with it. You're just it's just not gonna resolve. So just fucking
2: But like passive aggression is never gonna work. It's like yeah if grow, I do this and a get single the butt.
0: ball and deal with it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got yeah. Okay, if anybody does listen to this and you're like, oh, I don't want to bring up this conflict and and you're a man because this is the only one I can work for, I got one test clinic it, so fucking do that. <laughs> Otherwise I got one ball but I got more balls than you. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm beating some guy's manhood down here. Or we're going to get angry threats. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I just thought that. But I also thought because the way that I wrote it down is because that means my thoughts are clear. They're, you know, because you can write it down and you can rewrite it to make it more yeah. clear. You can make, you know, you can kind of take out any kind of anger, sense, whatever you feel, and just be like, this is like the, you know, boil it down to actually what's bothering, you, what's the problem. But what that also lets for the other person deal with, it's be like it's
0: kind of what journalism is for too it's like once you write it down it it's like dealing with it in a way it's like it's written down it's like oh it's not mm. actually not that big of a deal so when i think i think there was another thing that pete ron's brought up too is that like when people write love letters it's like it's not for the person you're sending it to really it's for you yeah. it's like for you to um
2: Understand how much you love them. That's yeah, it's really like nice understanding your
0: thoughts. It's like because you send it to someone, they might just read it and be like, Meh. Yeah, whatever. But, it's like, it's but to like, you, it's, it's and very, a, very personal Apparently, a lot, apparently a lot of people who write love letters and actually don't send them because mm-hmm. they're just like, Oh, this is what I've been trying to express.
2: Well, there's that whole thing, you know, whenever you hear about like uh, if you really, really, really feel angry at someone, or if you want to quit a job or something, you think about it, you're supposed to write a letter to that person that you're angry at and wait three days. And if, after you write that letter, after three days, if you still want to send it, then find out and apparently yeah. like you will not send it like yeah. anytime it'll just be Yeah,
0: I, I I actually did that as like a it's more just kind of experiment I did with myself because there was like someone I was thinking about a lot who used to be a big part of my life and I was like thinking about them a lot and I I like couldn't try and haven't bothered resolving these thoughts yeah I just started writing as if I knew I, I didn't have any intention to send a letter but I wrote, still wrote out as like, dear, blah, 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 and like, did the whole thing, and just was like, just to have the, just to go through that process of like, as if I'm having a conversation with him, and, yeah. it, it, and it, it does
2: like, help, like. Just a bit of sort of closure at the end of the yeah. day if it was, be very good, but like, you know, like, I actually read, and very good thing on Reddit today, it was very sad, but it was like, um, a woman text a number saying, I miss you today, pumpkin, and then a person texts back saying, oh, sorry, I think you have the wrong number, and then the person was like, oh, um, sorry, I know this was my daughter's number. She died three years ago. And they were like, oh, I'm so sorry. And she was like, oh, no, I knew this day would come. I just uh, always like to text her as if she was still here. But uh, thank you. I know that this is the end. And I was like, that's very sweet. It's very big closure. But it was just, you don't know how many texts were there previous before that person got the new number. And I was like, that's really sweet. And I know that um, there's that whole big thing people go and sit at gravestones and talk to people and stuff. There is something about it because that's just it's it's all along the same lines. The text and the writing the t- and the text and the gravestones, and because like I always think that's like you know it's such like an Irish thing of like they would have been 158 today or something. You know what I mean? Out there, and it just it just means that you're still always thinking about them. They're still sort yeah. of, which you know, which I I love, and then there's death and all this. But you yeah. know what I mean? Like still, there's still a correlation between all. I think, I hope I'm <laughs> <laughs> also a bit lushed
0: Yeah, all right. it's alright It's great wine
2: <laughs> Jeez, I'm way you
0: Let's see if there's anything else I've got some heavy shit that I probably shouldn't do Halfway through a bottle of wine Ah, uh, <laughs> that sounds like uh, a <laughs>
2: So this was the time to do it, to be honest.
0: No. <laughs> not the specific thing that I'm thinking of. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> um, That must be oh, that, what, he, uh, that guy, Pete Rollins, actually brought up a... uh Philip K. Dick story.
3: Oh, what well.
0: one? Before I go on, I'm trying to think of... What
1: was it, did
2: it become a movie or was it just no it's
0: just like a wee short story but I'm trying to think of the reason well, he he,
1: well, I can't think of
2: the re- I can't think of the reason that he brought it up he did he, uh, Philip K. Dick did best as a short story writer But I don't want to know because he was considered one of the great artists <laughs> and became famous after he died and that's the only way he survived by money oh I think
0: I remember the point of the story now but uh was this um, you can help me out if I butcher this but it's this guy who um
2: well, it may or may not be he, one of those. I've re- only read like two volumes of his he, short stories. He
0: realizes that um, the like all the ants and the slugs are gonna start an uprising and take over the humans. No, I've definitely not
2: read that you story because I would definitely, re- <laughs> I would definitely remember that. It's totally so we were wrong. Some of Philip K. But the funny thing is, like a lot of Philip that was tech stuff was weird, and he told me that. It's like sounds about right.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> even when he, whenever he started telling it, I was like, this sounds familiar, <laughs> or this, I don't know. There was like some kind of. Like that sounds right right, yeah, but um, yeah, it's like the all the like insects in the world are um
2: not aphids, no, it's kind of darkly,
0: don't think so, they're gonna like take over the take over the world, but this guy develops the ability to read their minds one day and he finds out, so then they start to, they realize then that he knows, so then they start attacking him,
1: mm.
0: but then uh the spiders come come down from the ceiling and. They're like, oh, don't don't lose hope just yet. Um, it's going to be okay. And uh, there's still hope. And the guy's like, okay, okay, okay. It's grand. It's like, and the bugs are getting closer and they start crawling over. And it's like, it's like, it's like oh, it's all right. You're still hoping. It's like, and then the spiders, after a while, start leaving. And the guy's like, I thought you said there's still hope. it's like, oh, no, you're fucked. There's, <laughs> there's still hope for the rest of humanity. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... I think his point was just to do with like um, the. He was talking about like people who were coming to the end of their life were able to find solitude and the fact that they their life was ending, but they were part of part of human life and they there was they. People like, down the line, they would family and all that were going to keep them going and that was
2: like a nice... And like their family's doing well so that they're happy with what they're leaving behind sort of something like Yeah, like. it, it actually, like, It
0: actually helped me when he said that because there was like a... There was like a story I wrote like a science fiction... Or I don't even know if it was science fiction. I guess it was science fiction-ish. But it was like this idea that I had that, and I wrote it all out and I didn't know what the ending was and I think it kind of helped me work it out. But it was just to do with like... It wasn't even really a story, but it was something that I'd been doing at the time of, like, taking those little thoughts that I have and just working them with a the story to kind of... Yeah, just you
2: t- to get an idea and, like, how yeah. would that develop? Because it was, like, concept. something
0: in my head, but it was more just, like, oh, you know the way it's, like, we're worried about our life and then we die. And then you can be, like, oh, well, like, some people be after us and then... But then if you, like, go way on out, you eventually get to the point where, like, at, the some, po- at some point, even if humanity survives forever... There's still going to be the heat death of the universe. So It's like, there's still an end.
2: Yeah, no matter what we do, we're not... No matter... Even if you're the most famous person in the history of the world... Yeah. What about other worlds? What about everything else? Yeah. We're going to... The universe will end. There
0: is an end, yeah, basically. So I was like... So I kind of started writing a story of like from the point of view of someone at the end of the universe.
2: Yeah.
0: And then I was... But I was like, I don't know what the point of this is. <laughs> yeah. But then I was kind of thinking, maybe that is the point. is like, the person was just... Maybe he realizes that just being a part of humanity was was the, it was was, was the accomplishment. Like, you yeah. got to experience life. And yep. so many, if you think of, like, all the, oh, fuck, I wrote down a really good thing that I'll bring up after this. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, if you think of all the matter in the universe and you think of the small percentage of it that became conscious and the smaller percentage that became conscious and was aware of his consciousness a human
2: then I, I don't know I human or th- unknown alien species we have not met well there was an interesting for, but uh, like maybe that's the
0: maybe that's enough hmm. it's like you could have been this bit of bad post yeah or you could have woken up and been like oh.
2: Dude, I just read something recently I can remember it was definitely some science fiction thing as well it was like do you know what's quite funny is do you know what'd be the most scary thing about meeting an alien species if they were also pretty much human wouldn't that be more scary because we always imagine aliens mm. as being uh usually the most common thing is a kind of oval black eyes and the gray like yeah. long like bodies but if they looked and acted exactly like us that would, for some reason, it'd be just more raise terrifying. More like, it'd it would want yeah. to raise more questions, but also it would make us feel less unique. Yeah, it would make us feel like we're almost we're just um, we're just the same. We're, it, 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 like can I like even if you want to take like it, a lot of people, people do like to feel like they're unique and all like there. We both want to fit in but be our own. But then the idea of the universe—if you were then to suddenly come across an alien species and it turns out they're exactly the same—we'd feel a bit like almost like the way they were put it, it's like you'd almost feel a bit distraught because you just don't suddenly feel as different or as unique or as whatever that you want and it's like that's actually a very interesting concept that i never really thought about it before it was the whole idea of was like what if they were the exact same you know <laughs> yeah, it's like you know and not some kind of like oh it's an alien in shape shape and form just genetically the exact yeah. same <laughs>
0: does that mean like that someone planted or
2: were we planted by them were they yeah. planted by us does it go yeah. on like that are we really not that special
0: but um, okay, it's getting a bit late here, so I think I've, I've
2: got a question. Okay, I
0: think we'll 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 wrap up with this. So you've heard that like kind of phrase? It's like, uh, "No one chose to be here." It's like we didn't ask to be born. Hmm. What if we did?
2: <laughs> so you said that. that, that so do you mean that? Like, so whenever you're this, the I don't know.
0: I don't. I, I don't know the answer to this at all. Mm. it's just a question it's just like
2: no but like whenever I mean it's like so
0: that's what the I idea wanna,
2: of like maybe if whenever we are that essential essentially the sperm cell fighting a race we are the one choosing to fight it and we were the one who chose it's pretty interesting I idea. think there's like
0: I think there's a lot of ways you can interpret go with it, it a, like, it's like maybe um, maybe, we're, maybe there is a collective consciousness before we're born and like that we forget about, and yeah, what if what if we're just sitting there, and every every time someone's born, it's just like oh, I want to go back in. Yeah, like maybe, or maybe the whole maybe the whole idea of consciousness is like, because what why did consciousness evolve? Maybe that is matter essentially deciding I'm gonna exist. I'm gonna be. I don't know, I was just like, I can't remember was in some videos, It's like, I oh, know no one just no one on purpose no one decides to be born. And I was like, what if?
2: What if they do you? It's
0: like, I don't know, I don't have the answer to this. And I was like, I'm just going to wait to to have you here and we can <laughs> explore what that question even means.
2: <laughs> yeah. And it's very interesting because I suppose, like, I'll be honest, whenever you said it, it's like, oh, no one chose to be born, was like, I know you're going to ask me. But what if we did? And it's like I've never actually even asked myself that. I never even considered it for yeah, some it's reason. Such a, I, it's such a, it's such a, because we just you, we
0: just take the other one as fact. It's like yeah. it's like oh yeah, I didn't choose. But yeah, maybe I, no one does. Maybe, maybe I, I did.
2: You're just kind of born. It's like I never even considered the idea of like what if we did? What if in some way that we do not comprehend yeah. or understand? As you're saying, if there's a pool of consciousness, or what if there's like a pool of consciousness in. Whenever we were before, we were alive, and we're sort of swimming out of that pool, like leaving a river or a maybe from
0: there's it. maybe there's some heaven, and everything's bliss. But maybe it just gets boring, and soul and souls just periodically be like, I'm gonna go back around again because mm. it's way more interesting. Maybe, just, it's just like, maybe, what are the connotations oh. of what if this is so great that we've actually chosen to be here? But what, like if, what also, if what if this is like the like a really great thing that we
2: just don't realize what we have. Yeah. we. But like what if, say, we're saying what we were saying earlier about like, you know, you don't understand happiness, you don't understand sadness. What if because if you're internally in bliss, you have to almost go through this as a rite I mean, of yeah, passage. Like, of, like, then you understand what you're experiencing afterwards.
0: But, yeah, but maybe it's even like after you die, you return to that, and that's great. But then it gets boring, and then we go into the cycle it's like, again. Let's go again because that's the
3: this is this is really heaven. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no nah, man. This I is know. Purgatory. It's just, like, it's, just I, it's just
0: when I thought about it, it's like t- it's like. But t- I just t- don't understand t- inter- how
2: it never t- came to me. Do you know I know. We like, two yeah. I don't I like, get. It. It's like how have it i never like, thought of that. Like, <laughs> a,
0: but even just to entertain that idea. It feels really radical. Like it's just like it does. It kind of like, 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 like your
2: head's expanding. It's like, it's how just, can that? What? What? what does that mean? that mean?
0: Yeah, well, that's like, why I didn't even. Even when I wrote it down, I was like, I'm not even gonna. I'm gonna try not to think about this because I was just like, I just love the idea of like, let's explore this. Yeah, on the podcast. Like
2: <laughs> I really do find this it so. It's just like, like I know I'm still stuck in this. I'm gonna keep repeating myself. I was just like, how? How have I never asked myself that before? Yeah. How if like. I would consider myself supposed to be a scientist and inquisitive person. You're supposed to look at all the angles and that shit. It's just, but yeah, it's just a common acceptance of like, but like, yeah, what if you did choose? And what if it was an outside force or an inside force or something? It's like you're winning the race as a fucking sperm cell going to find the egg. And what if it's, what if it's genuinely a race because... It's almost like a competition, or yeah. if it's like they're unique. all alert
0: souls as well. Yeah, yeah, camp. yeah,
2: yeah. Just it's being like, turn, no, no, it's my, my turn. You know, like you know, like I want this. I want this more than anything. It's literally like the most sought after thing possible. I'm like, why? <laughs> like,
0: uh, uh I should. Maybe we are all just parts of the universe, and the universe trying to experience itself, and it, like, the, there is some unifying force. Just being like. You know that like that idea, it's like mm. where the universe experiences itself.
1: Yeah. And it's just it's this... It's like maybe
0: the universe is actually making a choice every time someone's born to be like, mm. I want to...
2: Despite what you might think, you might, you might feel, there is some kind of input that your life will be giving to the...
0: That reminds me, that's like...
2: Back to Pete Rollins again, he
0: said that was like his uh, Twitter handle. Something to do with that?
2: Hang on problem you can edit all this out <laughs> so it sounds like a fluid conversation
0: <laughs> i don't think there actually will be that much editing in this
2: no just the uh whatever that was that bit was at the start
0: oh yeah he's a pyro pyro theist or something as well anti-social influencer
2: <laughs> that's pretty nice
0: yeah pyro theology or something was like another thing that he um is kind of. I think he like um, came up with that term. Is
1: hmm.
2: uh, he's on fire by theology?
0: I think it's just more of like a kind of like tied to that radical theo, theo- what was the it radical th- radical Theologian, theologian yeah. Fire theology is like a thing he panned. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. How Which do is I... like
2: an offspring of the. Uh, I don't know how do th-
0: theology. I don't know Twitter enough to know what
2: I don't know either. I don't use
0: Twitter. Yeah, me neither. I mean, but he said on the podcast it was like it was his um
2: Twitter handle,
0: <laughs> I'm a fragment of the universe. <laughs> something something. It was yeah. really it was really nice the way he worded it, I'm trying hmm. to find it. Yeah, this is at Pete
2: Rollins, I thought that was like yeah, that's nice, that too. Instagram oh. or something like that. All eh? right, oh, that's something I'm definitely... Any more thoughts? Think- <laughs> yeah, that's definitely something I'm going to be thinking about because I feel like that's almost... It's too big of a question to spring on me, man. <laughs> it's too much of a thought process to spring on me. i like, what do you think about that? I don't know yet. My mind's <laughs> still trying to work that out? Like,
0: yeah, sure. Um, well, um...
2: There'll be something well, to come back to. That'll yeah, be well, the start well, of the next
0: one. Well, right? and now, and then we can have pondered overnight and... I just... Like, but you see, it's
2: just because like, there's so many it's questions.
0: It's just
2: a question that has... Well, it's like, the, how, how, do, how did I choose? There's so, say, say you take there, it as a
0: yeah, and there, it is true. Yeah, there's there's so many... It, it like raises so many other questions. Like, what? okay, it is true. What does that even mean? Yeah,
2: how did I know it was true? Yeah. Why did I choose it was true? For what, like, the fucking... What What does it mean that I chose it true? Like, but I think what like, what am I trying to achieve? for, like, to be, <laughs> like for it to be true, true
0: adds this inherent importance to being alive. alive. I think,
2: yeah. Too, yeah. Yeah. like 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 what am I trying like, to achieve? We, what am why I why trying to so, do?
0: Why are we so willing to accept that this is an accident?
2: Yeah. Why are we so willing to accept that like because it is a
0: kind of a like like the reason that idea is popular it's like we didn't choose be born because it seems right. But very, also, it it's is a, like
2: a—it's a depressing point of view. It, though, with the same it thing. Is
0: like nihilistic too. Yeah, but w- it, like, why are we so willing to accept that?
2: Yeah, it's like why don't we look at the other way? But like, as you're saying, it just it raises so many questions. It was just pure racing. It was like like if 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 we were to accept this to be true, what are we? What are we all trying to do and achieve here? And to be honest, the way I would look at it is, there's as much evidence to say. Well, you could say well, scientifically, whatever, but there, but we don't know. But it's this, it's almost like a flip of the coin of we didn't choose to be here to we chose to be here. You could almost argue that of saying it's it's equal of a possibility. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you remember like we were saying the simulation theory is like it's never zero. It's zero to one. It's like this is like well, it's it's not it's not zero. We're not definitely sure. There's still still going to be some mean of doubt, di- um, integer remainder of doubt, that there could be a possibility that we are here because we chose to be here. But why? <laughs> why did we choose? Why? why did I choose to be here? <laughs> what did I do? Like, come on. <laughs> it's very interesting. Like, yeah. I just why how have I never thought of that before? like just, I'm really amazed like I'm really amazed
0: here. like well my job here is done done yeah I know like uh,
2: pure gobsmacked at myself it's like and I thought I was open minded I don't know yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a good place to end on because then people, for because, for because then if people listen and then uh, they come back to the next episode we can give our ideas where they have their own yeah we'll all be f- back tomorrow all five of you people Thank you.
0: <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow with more questions, with more
2: news, and maybe some answers. But I'm not gonna promise that.
0: <laughs> probably just more questions.
2: Yeah, probably just. We're probably gonna get nowhere, but we're gonna we're gonna have fun trying to figure it out. Yeah, we
0: got we got wine to finish.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: hey, you need to catch up. I'm finished my part.
0: You finished your part. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
2: Stay, stay, stay. This is not Do a good it. sign for me. <laughs> stay, 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 stay. Stay classy. Mm. Stay classy, saying you San Diego.
1: <laughs> Mwah. <laughs> mm.
3: And just live day to day like we've been doing it for years And after all it's neither there nor here We can worry about the future But most of it won't even include us We may as well enjoy the shit show While we try to leave better for everyone else What are we doing here? Let's forget our existential dread Grab another beer And just live day to day Like we've been doing it for years And after all it's neither there nor here Don't forget that of us are worthless. In that regard, we're all exactly the same. It doesn't mean that we should all just care less. We need each other in a world that's this insane. One.